Welcome, everybody, to episode 122 of the Rusty Rookies Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Darren. With me, I have the boys, Justin. Pax was five. Deontay. I sound like shit. And Cameron. Everything hurts apart from one part of my body only. Can you guess what part that is? Your beard? My feet. My feet don't hurt. Why is that? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. This episode of Rusty you. Rupees is sponsored by Crocs. Comfortable. You know what? Fashionable. I'm not even going to lie. My feet don't hurt. My fucking Every calves hurt. My calves kill, bro. Oh, definitely. No, Cam, fuck you. Absolutely. With Darren's Jealous monkey. Yes, I am. That's why I ordered some. You're right. I ordered some from Amazon, but I did that try before you buy shit. It will be here on Friday. I Pro- too ordered some. You, buy. you can literally put the shoes on, and if they what don't fit, you send them back. That's it. Was a feature. Shut the fuck up, Cameron. Let <laughs> don't me enjoy my it. Crocs <laughs> when I get them. You asshat. <laughs> you comfortable asshat. Quan's about in the chat. He's all like, bro, uh, I fucking you. feel you. But he also says I'm half the reason, and you know what? He's correct. He is correct. I insisted. What was it? That morning that we go, uh, when we went down to uh, Bagel Bitch. Biscuit Bitch. Biscuit Bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting like cam. <laughs> I wanted specifically biscuits and gravy, too. That's wild. Um, but when we went down there, uh, we decided to wait on you guys to see if you guys were going to come down. Before you start that. We were at PAX this weekend, guys. Oh, yeah, that's it, a thing. It, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, before we, we didn't tell them. No, we went to PAX this past weekend. PAX West 2022. Overall rating before going into anything. It was the shit. Yeah. I, I loved was. this weekend. I love everybody that we met there. Everybody who may happen to be in the stream right now listening, if we met you this past weekend, reconnected, you guys found out about the group, fucking, fuck, thank you guys. You Holy guys were shit, fantastic. You, uh, you guys honestly made us feel like fucking rock stars this past weekend. And, like, not trying to gas us up or anything like that. Like, the way and the, the amount of love that we were getting from just meeting you guys on just initial contact is fuck. That's all I have to say on that. It's a great next world. Time you I, guys are pe- great people. Next time I leave my house, I'm about to act like I don't know no better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been telling y'all, really bro. We halfway there. I'm halfway bro. to acting real different. <laughs> Cameron Friday night with when we went down to the Sheridan bar. What, bro? Cam's bewilderment of. The, the people that I had known or connected with, he was just like, "What? What is happening?" Yeah, Darren Dar- 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 knows way too many people. The funny thing is, Cameron, that's gonna be you next year with the Shoot. Polish well, specifically. It, it, yeah, with the it, Polish it, specifically. It started. Well, I, I was saying to Darren, it started to get that way by the end. So in the the beginning, walking into places and no one, you know, knowing who we were and not. And having to be introduced to people to then, <laughs> by the creepy. end of it, the last event, it's like, damn, we know hell of people in this room now. Right? right. Yeah. Like, we, we were, we were essentially walking more. from person to person and, like, walking up to them, saying their name at and a joining certain another point, group with them. And... At, yes, exactly. At certain points, I was just spinning in a circle of conversations. Just oh, boom absolutely. To boom, to boom, to boom. And I was just like, oh, and then everybody's in the same conversation now. I was like, it was hi, everybody. It was mad fun. It was pretty good vibes out there. 
I liked it. Yes, and speaking of just just because I know you're out there in chat right now, bro. Trobs monkey fucking dog. You are a fucking hype man Sunday night, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he Shout was out to for you. For sure, for sure. Shout out to you. Amazing oh my but and it was like one of those chance meetings, right? We just ended up both at the bar and the party and sparked up conversation and just it was on from there. It's like, wow, this person's he, cool. Okay, let's talk a little more. Wow, this person's drink. really cool. Then right, yeah. uh, but yes, we had a we had a whole fucking weekend. Uh, as chaotic as this episode probably would be otherwise, we have work to do specifically <laughs> during this episode because yes, we have obligations because we got those media passes. We had to set up appointments. We had to see things, talk to people, and holy shit, it was fucking fun. It was fantastic, y'all. Like, sweat. I mean, we, we went out there for work, but everything I did was for pure pleasure, I tell you. Oh, that. my God. Can you make that sound just a tad less dirty? He got he, he got leaned all the way no. back in the Corsair chair. <laughs> oh, nah, my God. <laughs> nah, I, I needed y'all to feel that. There was there, everything. Like, I, I was actually telling one of my coworkers today, like, I've never had so much fun being in pain Bro. in my entire life. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I like, agree, bro. By by the end, like even now, bro, I I'm not even gonna hold you. I, this is my BTMI. I got two balls on my feet, and it ain't I. Right. <laughs> like it's not cool, but boils, boils, dog. Like I want to say that's horrible. probably the most okay TMI warning you've given us. Like <laughs> uh, that's all right. fair. That's fair. What you need to do is you uh, need to pop them on TikTok and let that. I shit will go viral. fight both of you. <laughs> viral those videos get millions oh views. no no i am not Stop doing that it. i'm i'm not that guy stop anyway but yes it was it was fantastic yes and so just to keep things in train we are going to go over the different booths we went to. If it's a game that we knew we had an appointment for, we have a obligation to talk about that, give you our impressions of it, let them know how we felt about things, because this is all feedback for them as well. And overall, the interviews that we had, the people we got to talk to, it was it was educational. We got to we got to get the different side of things, and this is the feeling I had two years ago when I went to PAX East, and it was just me, but. I feel because we had so many more opportunities and we specifically were getting emails about stuff instead of us kind of me kind of fishing for things is like all of us had our own different experiences. And that's why I know this year was a little bit hectic, but us being able to experience our own different games by ourselves or if we grouped up um, just to get impressions of stuff, we all come back with different things that we can talk about. And so Instead of everybody going in like, hey, did you like this? It's like, what did you try? Because I tried this. So, right. you know, it's a whole different feeling of things. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. So, lots, lots and lots of work, but it was all well worth it. It was fun. I got to try some great games across all four days, actually. Friday mm-hmm. through Monday. I played some really cool games, and I'm excited to, to let y'all know about them. Right. Yeah, and the thing is, there's actually so much information that we're essentially about to spew that, like, 
you have no idea how much of a whirlwind tornado my mind is right now. I listed bro. off different names and faces, and Justin was like, "What the fuck, bro?" So wait, hold on, real quick. When we were down, we were down in the um, in our hotel bar, and yeah, yeah, you know what story I'm about to tell you, asshole. And the reason why he's an asshole is specifically because of this. This oh, man, yes. while being intoxicated, was able to give me a full rundown of somebody he met last night. Like mm-hmm. someone he had never met before while he was intoxicated. <clears throat> Heavily, mind you. Heavily. <laughs> Heavily. And, and and literally when I was like, hey, Darren. And, and the thing is, I asked him because I also know he can do that. But I didn't expect it to the extent in which he did it. <laughs> like, I thought he was just going to give me like this short. No, this man gave me a, 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 essentially the guy's resume. Like, like I was like, "Hey, Darren, who who is this guy?" And he was like, "Oh, this guy is." I was just like, hey, "Darren, Darren, sir, how I don't, did, how? I don't remember who we're talking about. How? how did you do that?" And he was just like, "And this is what I do." And I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> my, my guess is that it was probably one of the group from the first, it, the first yeah. night that we went down to the bar, Darren. So someone that, Scott, was that thing. oh, it was Finn. Josh. It was Finn. Okay. It was Finn. Yeah. Shout out I was to like, all of y'all. Oh yeah, because it was the, the it was the interesting goats. name choice. I was like, Darren, who's Finn? And he was like, Oh, no, 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 no. And literally gave me an entire backstory on Finn, bro. Like, so while we drinking, I like, need to go out with y'all at a con sometime. Definitely, man. When a the couple of us next have, packs, right. next next thing that we can go to. I'm at. I'm talking to. Fucking crashing game night, cheesy controller. All of our friends that do this podcast yes, and shit, we need y'all there. Bring your ass. We we bring bring your ass. Bring your ass. Bring your ass. Bring bring ass. bro, like I bring said, ass. when Start you when saving a, now. after we after we actually go through all these all all four days and Cam's like special fifth day, uh, <laughs> like it's it, you're you're going to see how many connections we made, like and it's it's mind blowing to say the least. Bro, I'm gonna like literally. My mind is very blank right now. But as we go through this, I know mm-hmm. names are gonna start popping into yep. my head. What their position is, what they do, and like, but it it's so. There was a lot of information to take in this past it, weekend. It really was. No, learning, learning for the future. We are fucking recording every goddamn night just to get it out the way. Cause yeah. holy shit. Yeah, that was the original intention, and then alcohol. <laughs> I was about to say, like, we we would have to like record See, as soon record as we leave the and con, then alcohol, yeah. and exactly. then go back out. Right, exactly. Yeah, Business recording at packs. Yes, it sounds great. Yes. Yep. Yeah, recording at packs. Like, yeah. uh, yes, Trobs Initially, but alcohol. But alcohol. <laughs> hey, man, that's what happened. It was. Hey, but I will say this. I regret this. nothing. I, I, I regret I, nothing. I was just about to say that. I regret I, a little. I. I I will regret <laughs> a little. But see, that's fair. Yes. That's fair. Yo, I, 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 I got, too regret nothing. I got the most destroyed. Um Yes, you did. We're not talking no, about No, they got this. to see a little bit of my superpower because I made it home and they still don't know how. Or I made it back to the hotel and in my current state, Darren's still kinda confused about how I was able to do that. But But I sent him back up to his room and he went. Did it go initially the way I wanted to? Because he was like, "No, I'm fine." No, you're. You so gotta go to the bathroom, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, I do. Go, go up to the room and go to the bathroom. Okay, walks away. <laughs> Never that see looked, him for the rest uh, of the um, night. That that night, Darren essentially told both Justin and Deontay, I think, walk, <laughs> and they were both gone. <laughs> but I don't want walk. That's I don't want to walk. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Justin asked. I wanted to go home. Justin, I wanted to go home. I, I like saw Justin. Like he was, I, he was kind of slunched over in the chair. I was like, "You tired, bro?" Yeah. Justin was staring you into go the, the actual <laughs> abyss. I remember looking over at Justin, and Justin's just there. No, remember what, bro? Remember what I told you? That last drink we got, I took two sips of it and was gone. <laughs> no, and, and, my, and the mind you, the, the yeah, drink we had was about this big. We had a terrible like, day the next day. Normally, I, I drink have a place terrible Justin. Day if, if we're handed four shots, sometimes I'll have two shots, and Justin will have no shots. Like, we have that kind of relationship. Yes. Um, but yes, Justin was given permission to go back to him. I was like, you may, hey, you may hey. sleep. He was like, yay. I did, I did good. You did do no, good. I, I did good. You did fantastic. You did great, sir. You did fantastic, sir. You went from you, bar bro. to bar, my friend. You were there for a minute. You did good. You did it. I yes. appreciate you, my brother. I, I did so also, drink I saw you take shots of things that I would never think that you would drink, and multiple times. He was living the moment. Hey, did you have any right. tequila? Yeah. Yes, of course Ooh. he did. That, 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 that was that. some of the first stuff. See, yep. and do you know what it was? Do you know what it was? Justin was right in the high of that night because yeah. bro, was incredible. I look honestly, yeah, I could have, I could have tripped, stumbled, fall, broke down. my leg, and I would have went to the hospital. Like this is the best fucking night ever. So like, I think, um, I think that night too. I think. I think fucking Scott had like moved my chair out the way and I just like and I fell back. Oh I, like, yeah! Popped, I popped up so fucking smoothly and they were like, "Yo, I'm I'm sorry, bro. That was me." I was like, "It's good. You saw how I popped up." He's like, "I did that. Sh- you did that." I'm like, "There you go, man. I'm, I'm sorry." <laughs> I was just like, "It's good, bro. It's whatever." But <laughs> I'm just there's, like, "This is there's the tumble roll guy." The He's fact, like, <laughs> trip tumble roll. The fact that, that friendships no are able to be forged like that and like. Me, you mean no me i don't give a fuck and they they just see like damn he really don't give a fuck it's it's good okay cool yeah, yeah. So, but no it was it it was dope our weekend was dope and now <clears throat> let us collectively come together now get into yeah, the here meat. we go get into and the, the meat and potatoes. and potatoes that was there will be wildness throughout this episode still of course because that is what we do but <clears throat> we must be slightly professional at this point though. <sighs> this so. is about to be a long episode <laughs> yo uh, I disagree. I think we'll get through it fine. Yeah, we'll be all right. All right. Yes. Anyway, day zero. We land. It's Thursday. It's a good day. Mm. We have nothing going on. We're just enjoying our day. Cam and Justin land early. Me and Deontay take a while longer. Probably get there around five or so. Chill. Blah, blah, blah. We Justin, have an event. Justin leaves me at the airport, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> story for another day. <laughs> another day indeed but uh what's this event you said darren we have an event to go mind you justin didn't want to do shit this past week and i'm gonna bust him out for this i told justin yeah we're going to these after parties and stuff that i signed us up for blah 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 he's like no that's hey you guys can go to that you know it's not my scene blah 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 blah. i'm like no no this is a group activity my friend we we gonna go i'm tired of explaining that we're three of the four rupees bro 
the amount of times that we did like count which ones and then we all pop in into different times that that made it that made shit better when a motherfucker would just kind of show up and be like this is him and they'd be like (laughs) that's true so much that yeah that actually happened a lot a lot but uh so this event that we went to that cameron who initially sent it to the group did not sign up for and i was the only one to have done so and luckily we go to said event and everybody's able to go in it was a great time yo can i just say we real quick we were dubbing all fucking weekend until the end we were getting miraculous dubs all weekend i couldn't get lionel in that last party but this is oh yeah after but aside from that i feel like we could i feel like we We, honestly a little a little bit into the party at first sure we couldn't if we had waited a second we could have definitely got him in because because at that point we were the shit in that place so everybody's like (laughs) can our friend come in oh you're so close like i'm sure that would have fucking happened they didn't give me my wristband when i first walked up there because of the little confusion shit oh Oh. So I I left and then I came back and there was this whole moment where they're all like no nah, no nah, bring him in let him in oh okay. him, him see him right there him him right there him cool um but so this said event was um Naughty Dog slash uh, Moth and Wolf uh, presented whiskey tasting uh for The Last of Us it was a good whiskey I, I just enjoyed it thoroughly Justin Very does good. not like alcohol and all night he was like. Hey, yo, this is hey, really good. <laughs> but but I will say this: I will do a great whiskey, and oh. that and the guys know because I love me yum, some Yamazaki twelve and eighteen. Yeah. That's... So I will I will sip on some whiskey, and the whiskey they brought around, oh that shit that shit was right. smooth. So Yamazaki that shit was twelve so is a an, an eighteen respectively, or both. You know, on the better end of the Japanese whiskeys. What we had this night was a Scotch whiskey. And boy, for a Scotch whiskey, it that bitch warm. did not kick my ass like how other Scotch whiskeys would. Mm-hmm. I did not mind sipping on that at all. To where I was slightly sad that we didn't get another round of it. I thought we were oh, going to get another round. Honestly, yeah, I thought we were going to get another there round. There were more down there as we were at the bar. Um, I think we were getting our goodie bags around that time. I but all, all the drinks were, were made there. with the whiskey, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think you're right. And I the drinks were. were very good. I just wanted too. another straight. What's it oh. called? Um, moth, moth and Wolf. Moth and Wolf. Mm-hmm. Also, it's sold out right now. We couldn't. They they weren't selling them there, but they're sold online. On I tried to look that, this morning, and they're sold out right now. Hop so. on that waiting list. Friend. Yes, that's exactly what I did because that was a good ass whiskey. I want a bottle just to sit there and look pretty, and one to just, mmm, just take in because it was good. There were four magical words spoken to me that night. And those magical words were Mac and cheese balls. Oh, <laughs> those, right? Those no. Mac and cheese balls were so they were good. good bro. served at that event. Those little hors d'oeuvres that were going around were great. Yo, oh. we ate Cam. I will uh, say we that we smashed us. We smashed us. <laughs> some of them, dog. Like I was so hungry as well, dog. So bro, I right. In. Hey, uh, th- and remember, ne- bro? They had that uh, that tray of them downstairs at the second yep. bar area. Oh, yeah. I took like four. Everything yep. they had here. The little the little sausages with the the yep, stuff. Those were good. Yeah. Oh, the fucking yep. sliders, bro. The salmon bite things. The salmon bite things. Oh, oh yes, bro. Yeah. 
yes. with nuts. Camp can't have those. That yep. was the whole thing. On that, the was a, that was that was <laughs> that was our whole thing. thing for dinner on Saturday. The dinner with nuts. Uh huh. Did, oh, did we go so, to any restaurant where somebody didn't take an L? No, at least what he's saying, like at least one person. At least right? one person. Now, I'm not oh, saying no. did we no, go no. to one where it didn't happen. Oh no, no, no. there was an L every time. Yeah, <laughs> every but time mine came. Went to mine came with a dub. <laughs> My L came with a dub. Though. Your L came with a dub. But it did, but it also our waitress with, was Some would argue that yeah, it was, yeah. it was an L that we were even there to begin with. Hard Rock I mean, Cafe. I, I, I don't I, think. I, I don't. Yeah, I, 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 don't I had never tried that. Hard Rock Cafe before, and I had told Darren that I had never tried it. And, and yeah, he I was, was like, like oh, yeah, fuck it, let's yeah, go. It's a cool little first experience. That shit is expensive in mid. No, it wasn't. It, yeah, it was it, actually. A it was not a cool first experience. But... Our waitress was just great. That's uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's literally it. Y'all? If it was, if she wasn't as good as she what she was, fuck that place. Yeah, it still would have been expensive in mid. Yes. Yes. Also, y'all made me walk. Walk. The walk. Oh man, I was so tired. I literally dragged my body to that place. Right. Hey man, you got some good food. <laughs> yeah, but back to food. said event, because aside from whiskey, uh, the coolest thing about it, um, Neil Druckmann happened to have been there, and Troy Baker came out and sang for us as Joel and as him, and it was magical. And also to the point of Neil Druckmann, and this is the first period of the weekend. That these this niggas is my first dub. <laughs> yes, but also this is the first. This was the first inkling to the boys that I said I'm gonna do shit, and I do shit. Neil Druckmann's at the bottom of the stairs. I'm saying to the boys, I'm gonna go talk to him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bust Justin out. Justin, you won't watch me. <laughs> Proceeds to pre- go downstairs. He's talking to some other people. Coming. Hey, Mr. Druckmann. Thank you for what Bro. you do. I think The Last of Us is great. And I have something to say to you in regards to my boy Justin up there. <laughs> <laughs> I I he did hide. I, I will he say did hide. So, I, I hid. But I, hid, you can't. I, hid I was I was trying to talk to Troy, but Troy was busy and I was not interrupting Troy. Yes. That's Terrible all I will say. I love yes. you, Troy. Troy was great too. Yes. Yeah, he was super. Yes, cool. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so Neil Druckmann was bringing up how our bitch ass friend like loves the Last of Us up until the our end, and he thinks, that, yeah, I, I was, <laughs> and just going over how he felt about the ending, and his reply to me was, "I wanted to kill Abby too," and I looked at him like, "Huh?" And he's like, "Yeah." I wanted to do that, but I certain decisions got Justin. made in production. And he told us the name of the person that was responsible for that. I decision forgot her name. Too. He did to talk to her directly. Yes, he did. I'm going to look her name up later, <laughs> oh but gosh, he gave us the name. Yeah. As soon as he and said I would, that, and I, I called as soon Justin as he's, down. I'm like, come on, brother, come on, come on. And and all I said to him was, he is about to be unsufferable for minimum six months because of what he just said. <laughs> And as I'm telling him this, Justin's walking down the stairs. I won't have you slander me. And I was just like, nobody's slandering you. He's actually validating your yeah, opinion. I was like, you've been vindicated, bro. You've been vindicated. <laughs> and Justin was like, and, but overall, overall, his main point is, 
he want he didn't want people to universally be like, yeah, this was the right descendant. He wanted the fighting. He wanted yeah. the difference of opinions. And yeah. same thing with The Last of Us 1, He's with what Joel's actions were. That caused the divide, and he's like, that's what we wanted. We wanted there to be a conversation about just morality and what people's decisions could be and all that. And we're just like, you got a good point, sir. Fuck you, Justin. <laughs> hey, this will be my only reply to all of that. <laughs> shit. He's, there was he a was funny like... moment with Troy afterward, though. Like when we got the uh, autographs. And uh, Neil was all like, yeah, he, Neil was the one who said it. It's like, yeah, he wanted to, um, he's upset that uh, I killed you off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's he, not he like, you know, he's not he's like, like, yeah, you know what? I am too. I am too. But uh, he's not like, let me ask you something. Pitch me a better story right now. And he's like, Exactly. I was like, exactly. Hey, man, look, I'm I'm not here to make the stories. I'm here to play. <laughs> I think when I walked up to him, I was like, hello, voice of all things. He's like, not all things, like just 70% of them. <laughs> no, both of them were cool, though. They, they, they were they were dope individuals. See, and this this conversation that we're having right now, this this is this recording. This was the beginning of our weekends. So excuse us if we sound some like some arrogant assholes who just met a lot of people this weekend. I'm but that's how we feel to. like. And I'm trying to be humble. But we had a dope weekend. That's still unbelievable. I'm, I us. feel like I'm losing karma points. As the longer this episode goes on, the more people I've mentioned I met. So, yeah, I met this person, too. Right. Bro, not a I'm brag, you, but it's kind of a brag. We had too many dubs this weekend, dog. We, there was just there was too many dubs for Karma not to come around and bite us in the ass in some shape or form. That's fine. Don't I took it that. out. Don't say <laughs> it. Uh-uh. I'm 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 happy with this weekend, sir. I oh, thought I am, that it was I cool see. that that Troy not only performed his own music, not only did he perform songs from The Last of Us, but he performed songs that he wrote as Joel that weren't even in the game because there were certain song ideas that came to him and he felt that that song idea didn't belong to him it belonged to the character of Joel and I and I told him when I when we spoke to him I'm like dude like your ability to write from someone else's perspective and really put yourself into this other person's life this fictional character's life and make it that believable is just fucking mind-blowing bro like he had the whole audience like captivated we were like swaying. I almost teared up. Yeah, right. same, same. I almost cried. I almost cried. Hashtag it was a, it was so much to the point where someone from Naughty Dog walked up to me and they're like, "I saw you out there grooving and stuff. You really enjoyed this, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I almost cried. They're like, yes, "Oh, that's exactly what we want out of this." <laughs> <laughs> we want your tears. Yeah, was, we we want your tears. Yeah, it it was a really good event overall, though. Like, it was fantastic. Yeah, Neil was, was like, the dope. fact that y'all are still talking about this game this many years later, oh, win in yeah. my book. He's like, I won. I won. I <laughs> right. won. Hey, <laughs> right. hey, hey, Cam, I won too. Ah. Ah. Now, yeah, now, yeah, now, yeah, now yeah, let yeah. me ask you this. Pitch now, a better me, ending, sir. Let me ask you this, Justin. <laughs> let me ask you this. Now that you have been validated, now that you have been validated by how you felt about, th- by how you and Neil felt about it, is it still a bad game? Absolutely not. We all win. Everybody wins. We win. As long as as long as I hear that. Absolutely those words, not. We win. Let's go. You get a win. You get a win. Everybody gets a win. Now the <laughs> game. The game <laughs> is. The game is winners. Complete. Now the game. <laughs> is <complete. laughs> I think I even mentioned. I was like, I have no dog in this fight. I'm on a fence right now, and it kind of hurts. 
Um, <laughs> it's it good, good. And this is, mind you, just day zero. Day zero. Right, dog. So take him to the course. I think we actually went to bed on time. <laughs> it was yes. Like, it was definitely the earliest we went to. Yeah. <laughs> That's before we found out about the bar. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. The infamous we, bar. The the Sheridan bar is the shit. If you're at Tax West, <laughs> you better be in that goddamn bar. <laughs> Shout out to those bartenders as well. They're right. Right. They were working. Bro. They were fucking... They, they were clowning shout out to, and and shit. Honestly, shout out to almost everybody who had to work somewhere near there. Because I went to the... Yeah, I went to Mod, bro. And that place was insane. I've oh, that's ne- where you bought your pizza from? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just because it was like a block away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, bro. That shit's been hella good, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. was packed. Cam, mm. did you go to the bar across the street? The gaming bar? Oh, Game no, Works? No, I did Did you at least bro, get we that card away? Bro, we were all supposed to go to that, and I'm so mad we didn't. But I mean, we were doing so much. I know, but dog, we literally would pass in front of it every single day. On the way to do something. I know. It ju- it's just that it closed at 10. That's the only thing. It's yeah, like, yeah, if it stayed open until like 2 or something, we definitely would have probably would would I move over there? I don't know. Would it I move? Like, no. It, not it, move, it, it, but I, pe- it I take a peek. like San Francisco. That's how I take yeah, the big no. slewer side. That bitch is no, fucking gray. Know. That shit is I, sad. Even when oh, it's I, hot, I'd move it's over there. still gray and sad. I like Seattle, gray and sad, Seattle, as too. far as like where we were, it felt like it was just San Francisco, except everybody was out like yeah, unabashedly. And you know what? Those were different <laughs> drug addicts out there. Those were different kind of dope fiends. I know crackheads. Those were not crackheads. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the hell they were on. <laughs> that was a lot. That was like, oh, okay. it was a lot. Yeah. I, I made me want to cross the street. I felt unsafe. I felt <laughs> unsafe. <laughs> He's not wrong. Bro, I'm from East Oakland, and I see some shit. I was like, bro, why don't they tell you this about Seattle? They'll tell you this shit about Oakland in a heartbeat. They won't. The entire trip, I didn't even feel like was in another state, honestly. No, I really just felt felt like I went across the bridge. I just spent a two-hour flight to go there, like. My biggest fear was legit that I was just gonna accidentally get juked by a needle, and then that's it. My biggest fear that I was going to no. slip and fall on a wet manhole cover. Deadass. I thought. Oh, God. Especially Darren, 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 that. I yeah, almost Darren, slipped Darren at one point. Ate it. Oh, man. Ooh, I caught myself. How hard bro, did you I, 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 heart jump out of your chest, my friend? Did it, bro, so it would have been a I bad fall. Bro, my fatherly instincts went out and grabbed him like a small child. Like I grabbed his arm. Oh, no. Be careful, please. I like. I caught myself, but I was like. After it, I was like, if I had a fall on that shit, would have hurt. That like, that was, yeah. It was one of those fucking you know, the, the few slipped. days that it was actually raining there or just sprinkling. It was just that was the, the little bit of slush just fucked me up. Yo, Seattle <laughs> lied to me. There's way too many people. There's way too many people on that sidewalk. Fuck you, kids. On that fucking manhole cover. About a solid hundred people would have saw me fall. And I just would have been that guy. And the fact that we're trying to do this social media shit, they would have found me and been all like, that's the guy who fell. That's him. Hey, man, how's your ass? Rusty Rupees at Max. Hashtag bust ass. (laughs) Hint busting ass. No, bad. (laughs) All right. I will will say this just to mention it. Uh, 
the people that sell music in Seattle are very aggressive. Oh my God, <laughs> these. You know why they're aggressive? Because of people like y'all that give them money. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you reinforce their actions. Bro, okay. This this they, man, this man tried to convince Darren to give him a hundred dollars. Like, I, really? Like, I, this nigga I, had I, tears. Bro, this nigga was really? like, you got this nigga dollars thing. Bro, I got the, I got the, I accept donations, whatever you think, whatever, whatever. Oh no, that's it, what he said at first. It started that way. Yeah, that's where it started. No, no, no. no. This, this is what pissed me off. It's because once he showed the tears, nigga, this lowest tier was twenty five dollars, <laughs> and then it like maxed out at like. A thousand fifty, and I was just like, and he said people usually give right. I, like, I got, I got no, five dollars. No, no. <laughs> I did. I was like, let I got me tell $5. you how I know dude said, don't oh, usually give you paying you six, bro. That part because they charge a dollar. they charge a dollar. I didn't even ask him if that was okay. That's the biggest thing. Let me tell that shit you was wild. Why people don't usually pay that shit? Because you're here. You are standing right in front of me putting a physical CD in my hand in 2022. What? What? What am right. I going to put Dudes this are into? predatory, for real. What the, the fuck am I going to go put this into? What's your SoundCloud, my guy? What? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a link or something. Hand me a card. And and put the paywall over there or something. Give me a thirty second snippet of yourself. I don't even know what the fuck you sound like. <laughs> you could oh, suck. So I said no, and you know when I make up my mind, you ain't convincing me. Right. I, 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 well, I knew I was going to say no. From no, the Darren actually. Where my No, but don't forget, my Darren actually man. said no at first. With the Darren Sean was like, Nah, bro, I'm good. And the dude was like. Yo, but was we, like, hey, but at, I have at least tears. if you're going to be out there with discs, have your own well, fucking least. CD player. <laughs> like, Cake had it figured out years ago with the short oh, skirt, shit. long jacket video, right? Just fucking have people listen to your shit right there. They can judge. Nah, you're trying to shove this hot garbage in my hand. You look about 40. You've been doing this since your teens. I know you have. How <laughs> uh, disrespectful. You bought the CD. And then proceeded I, I, to throw it in the trash. I did not throw it in the trash. I did not throw my. Darren and did. Justin did. Darren and Justin threw that shit. In I the, left the mine in the public next, for the someone trash can who gave a damn to, they to come across their shit. music for free. Maybe oh, some no, fucking Darren didn't. I did. Maybe some. I seen Darren. Oh, I did. Away too. I did too. Oh my god. Oh. And the first I one I kept. Missed, the okay, second so one. If you come out here, people will be trying to sell their music. How many did you buy? It won't be like that. You bought more than one. Yes, he I did. Think I, I think I gave a nigga like $2 on one. <laughs> yeah. Man. Y'all some. God. Bro, I told you them dudes was aggressive. The only time that's that I've ever been got by one of them dudes is when the wonderful <laughs> sold me a Justin a holy book. Oh, <laughs> yo, that's right. The, the Bhagavad Gita, he sold that's me a right. Justin on that. And because nah, he was a man of, of faith, <laughs> I got tricked into it, but also he was a Buddhist, and then we come to find out that 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 book is not even representative representative of Buddhism, and it's so it's not. like, dog, you just fucking he just, he just me fucking sold you some shit he found in a hotel, bro. I still have it though. I'm not going. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> you bought a memory. That's what Amen. you bought. You bought a memory and a story. Honestly, I could have bought a hot dog because there were hot people no. selling hot dogs right next to him. There was. Bro, um, <laughs> the regret because you could have had a hot dog. Yeah, it's like oh, I could like eat. I could have some food. Oh, like, you actual telling this story now, right? 
bacon wrapped hot dogs. <laughs> nah, right. bro, nothing beats being in San Francisco. That one time, somebody tried to sell me a uh, electric skateboard, but he didn't have the remote. Oh, yeah. The jug. The jug. Hot dog is greater than demo CD always. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, correct. Always. Oh, bacon wrapped hot dog with the onions on it. Give it. Mm. Mm. All right. No mustard. All right. No mayo. And so, day one, <sighs> things. Who had their first appointment? Uh, me and Camden. Was, me what was? You, what did you guys play? What? What? What did you guys experience that so day? As you look sp- at your calendars to yep. remember. Yeah. <laughs> we, we started off at nine thirty in the morning. Yep. Um, at Apogee. Um, which shout out to Apogee yeah, by yes. the way. Yeah. Shout out to Apogee. Treated us like, like kings, bro. Like kings, like literally rolled out the red carpet. Shout um, out Kyle Prawl. Shout out. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Stride I, PR. You guys are the goats, PR. also. Holy yeah. shit! You guys were everywhere. Everywhere. I know that we have quite a few of y'all on Twitter now because I keep seeing added by a person. I go on yep. and Stride PR. I'm like, oh, there's another one. <laughs> yes, sir. We're trying to catch them all. Um, <laughs> but no, that was a great experience. I appreciate it from them that they had a separate area for media so you weren't mm-hmm. in the hustle and bustle with everybody else so we had a yep. separate area which was nice but the two games that me and justin tried out there were turbo overkill and elemental elements, elements. elements. there we go elements so i'll talk a little bit about turbo overkill and then justin yeah, can kind I'll of take elements. elements yep so turbo overkill um is a game by um this guy and i'm his name is escaping me um but he was um, somebody who actually got his start in gaming by um, working on a Doom mod, um, a horror mod for Doom, um, some years ago. Um, and so kind of like his biggest influence when creating this game was um, games like Doom. Um, and it's a first-person shooter with kind of like a cyberpunk aesthetic. Um, so imagine Doom, but make it cyberpunk. Um, but the the kind of uh, gimmick, if you will, for this particular game is that um, the character that you're playing as, who is like a some kind of android, has ch- a chainsaw for um, on. I, I don't know if his chainsaws, his legs are chainsaws, or if he has a chainsaw attached to his leg. Either way, um, it was cool as shit because you could just slide around, um, and as you engage the slide mechanic you would also engage the, the chainsaw, and so you would slide and just chop people people up as you were sliding. Um, so yeah, it was really good. So published by Apogee, um, and the dev is, uh, is Trigger Happy Interactive, but the particular guy that we met, um, I'm not recalling his name, but we have a, a whole in, on-camera interview with him, and we got to talk to him about a little bit about more about the game. So that will drop soon, but super fun. I had a good time with that one. How about you, Justin? Did you like that one? That uh, one's yeah. episodic too, right? Oh yes, it's episodic as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's three, so, three episodes. Three episodes. So episode yeah. one is out now. Episode two, I believe, comes out next month, and then the following episode, I want to say, the beginning of next year, I think. Uh, lead developer Sam Preble, the Sam Preble. That's his name. There yes. we go. Got you, Sam Preble. Thank you, sir. Got you. Um, so shout out Sam. 
Um, thank you for the interview, sir. I appreciate it. That was our very first interview of the weekend as well. So, you know, we were dealing with some technical difficulties at first and it took us a while to get set up, but everybody was super patient. They offered us water and everything. Um, so, yeah, Turbo Overkill. And like I said, episode one is out on Steam now. Um, it's also, I believe, on uh, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, uh, everywhere, PS5. Yeah. Um, so the second game that we checked out was Elements, and I'll let Justin <coughs> talk about that one a little bit Yes, more. sir. Uh, so Elements was actually um, a pretty dope game. It, re it reminded me a lot of like a, a mixture of World of Warcraft and uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, the mechanics were pretty interesting uh, in terms of like the attack mechanic and uh, in terms of like the battle mechanics. <coughs> Sorry. Um but one of the things that I thought was really interesting was uh, one I thought it might be he I might I thought it might have been heavily magic based because uh, a lot of the magic that you do did a, like a ton of damage. Um, but when I, when I was speaking with the developer about it, he said no, there has to be a, like um, a little bit of balancing done. Um, but it's it's he wants to make it to where it's a decent. Uh, like a decent addition of like both magic and like melee. Um, and the cool thing is it also has a parry system. Um, and what I thought was actually very interesting was I was talking to the developer a little bit about the parry system and he actually leaned in and asked me, uh, what did I think about what he can do with it or how to improve it? Um, and that was kind of my first taste of like being a media uh, and being a creator was getting like, a chance to have some feedback. Yeah, like a developer yeah. actually asking me and potentially implementing my thoughts into the game. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the artistry is is great. Um, I think there's also a village uh, a village building sim as well, Cam. Yeah. I think I mess with that a little bit. Actually, I mess with that a little bit. A too lot. Like, so I got further in the game than Cam did. Like, Cam kind of stayed in the village. Uh, I was able to actually go out and fight some enemies. Uh, but you fought, I thought you, you made it into, like, a few fights, I right? I did. I, I remember I made it into that huge-ass spawn area where, like, yeah. spawned, like, a huge group of enemies. But I think I just took longer to get there than you because I got distracted by fucking trying to build something and... Um, but yeah, the, 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 the build system's pretty intuitive. I mean, I don't typically play um, games like that, but it was easy enough for me to pick up on that element of it. Um, and I was able to build my little house um, before <laughs> I, I kind of took my off. My little house. But it's, it's a cute game. Like, aesthetically, it kind of reminds me of like, like you said, Breath of the Wild, yes, but also like a, like a toned down version of like that game, Kena, Kena? Kenna, okay. Yeah, oh, like Kenna. A, like a toned yeah. down version of it, right? Not not as um, graphically intense as something like that, but like like a toned down version of Kenna. Um, lots of animals. Um, in fact, I feel feel like everybody other than the character we played at was was an animal, right? Yes. Yeah, because there were yeah. the squirrels and and. Uh, but anyway, yeah, cool uh, game. Yeah, and I was able to fight uh, one of the bosses and. Um, like I said, the magic in the game was pretty, uh, pretty powerful. So I pretty much used that and and played a little bit more with the parry system. But uh, overall, yeah, I said um, upon talking with the developer, uh, I think the game is uh, there's a wish list for it on Steam. It's out in 2023, um, 
And yeah, he said he's going to be working on a little bit more, but he said it's almost done. About half. About, I think he said he was about forty percent done. Uh, we also have an interview with him that we're going to be posting up. So. Yes. Sir. Yes. I'm glad that your guys' first appointment went better than mine because my first two were just kind of. Eh, eh, you guys got that treatment. I just kind of showed up. Um, <laughs> Because I remember the first game that I had tried out, well, before having any kind of appointments, um, when we first got in there, tried out One Piece Odyssey. That was like the first thing oh, I had tried right, out. Oh, that's right, you bastard. Yeah, I yeah. still wasn't able to try that. Yeah, and so for the most part, like, it looks, it the way it looks when you look at a trailer is pretty much what it is for the most part. Like, it's kind of a basic um, turn-based JRPG for the most part, but the character that they give to to it as a one piece game is kind of like i really feel like that's definitely the sell for it like if you're a one piece fan you'll like this game because as far as like the initial cutscenes and interactions between characters it's just the straw hats being themselves in whatever situation interacting with each other and that's the joy of one piece is just seeing the crew be the crew and as far as battle systems go like i said turn-based rpg um, but you are able to sometimes start the crew can different uh, sometimes start in different locations of the map. Mm-hmm. So you might have a cluster of enemies that's jumping one character, and then your other characters are a little bit farther back. And so when you attack, you kind of jump into the mix to switch things up. And when you're at least in that same kind of area, instead of like being in the back row, like maybe you would make like a mage user in like Final Fantasy something like that, put him in the back row. Mm-hmm. Um, like, when you're playing as a certain character, like, you could be selected as Luffy, but you can also swap to either crewmate that's on the left or right of you. So, if you want to use them instead of having it be Luffy's turn. And the skills are cool. Like, the skills are cool. Like, hearing Luffy go, Gumu Gumi no Gatalinga, and just doing it, I'm just like, alright. Then I, everybody's animations are pretty, are them. It's, it's One Piece, and I think as kind of not interested as i was in the game initially like just because i was like mm, i'm not too big of a fan of the models per se but the, yeah. it, it gives me enough one piece flair that makes me as a one piece fan go all right i'm down i Didn't thought say, uh, oh, sorry, i, I tried it oh sorry yeah mm-hmm. i i tried it day day five. Oh, nice oh you did uh, yeah so You're i did, I did try it <laughs> and um yeah i agree with darren like the the one piece elements were cool um, it feels like the characters. Like, I mean, I, there's one character that I didn't know, um, the the bigger dude. What's, what's his name? Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. So I don't know Frankie <laughs> yet. Um, but Super. Game, gameplay wise, I didn't like the gameplay. I I felt like it was slow, mm-hmm. um, both in combat and out of combat. Like even the out of combat, it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it I felt agree really with that. slow and clunky out of combat. Um, so I wasn't a huge fan, but the the one piece it felt like it had character um so like, mm-hmm. like and that's said, the, the biggest thing i can give to it it had character for sure but didn't you didn't that. you say the uh the battle system or the battle system was uh you compared it to monster hunter stories right in a sense like with the the like power speed right. technique thing so a rock paper scissors type deal right so like sometimes the enemies will be uh technique so you would want to use a speed a speed move to counter right. that and it's just like, yeah, it's cool, but also, like, there's other games that do it. So that was just kind of my comparison of, of uh, that. But so, still okay. turn-based RPG. So it's, it's like, it's cool. And if mm. you're a One Piece fan, you'll, you'll like, enjoy it for what it is. But, yeah, it's definitely character more than anything, I'll say. Mm. Oh, I got you. 
Mm -hmm. Agreed, agreed. I, I actually did, couldn't even make it through the demo. Like, Damn. I played it up to a certain point, and I was like, oh, I've seen enough, and I walked to go play something See, else. I think the biggest thing for me is uh, once you get to the boss, um, once you get to that giant monkey, the monkey, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get uh, Nami and Zoro in the party. And oh, okay. their moves right. are Nami, fucking cool. Nami is trapped, right, by the monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, seeing um, Nami's baton moves, and then I like before, like, I literally only had one more hit on the on the boss, and I was like, I need to play a Zoro, and I did Rashomon, and I was just like, man, that was it's cool. It was saucy. That was that was that was dope. He was it, saucy with it. Like it was busting. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I I get what you mean though, Cam. Um, yeah. inside that, tried out angry, uh, angry foot, and it is Hotline Miami, but first person. The best way I, I could describe it. I feel like it's Hotline Miami meets APAL. Good, good. The way that you bust through doors and you can just kill people. Yep, I get the, it. I, I, again, that was another must-play day five for me. Was was Anger Foot? Oh, so angry Foot or Anger Foot? Anger Foot. Angry Foot. At, is it? I don't I got, fucking know. Anger, I got, I got I got the foot behind me. You got day. the foot behind oh, you. Okay, that's the thing that you left with me is the foot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you did have a thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, Darren, he got You're you. You're welcome, then. <laughs> uh, but okay, so Angerfoot, right? My favorite thing about Angerfoot is after you die. The fucking enemies go over your dead body and just start like dancing. Oh yeah, they over start gigging though. They're like, oh, ah, bitch. <laughs> and the way some of them dance, like they be like shaking ass and shit. It's so funny to the point where like you almost feel happy about dying. You don't feel sad about dying. How can you be frustrated when that's happening? It's it's fucking great. But yes, yeah, man. you you're mostly using your foot. Um, and you can also pick up guns as you go, and it's very much a fast-paced game. To like, it's a, super fast. It's like a like a techno soundtrack, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't get, I didn't get to a certain point because there's like a time limit. But I saw on somebody else's screen that you can um, change the shoe that you're wearing, and that somehow affects gameplay. Oh, so. the, oh that, the power of shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that's dope. So, um, well, that was cool. Yeah, so there was that, and then uh, my first shout appointment. Digital Devolver, by the way. Digital Devolver, shout out. We'll be more. We'll up. be better friends next time around. I swear mm -hmm. to you. Um, then I went to go over to play uh, Nine Years of Shadows, and oh man, that game looks pretty. That's that's my roaring review. Um, Wait, was that potential. the one, was that the one we were uh, Cam and I oh, were with we were, you? Yeah, when we yeah. were taking turns. So, okay, so Nine Years of Shadow, uh, Metroidvania, uh, pixel art. Very beautiful picture art, mind you. Um, character uses a scythe, and it's like... I think the biggest issue that I had with the game is that the direction was kind of weird. Like, yeah. I'm, I get it, like, push buttons to figure out what to do on video games. I'll, I'm all about it. You don't need to flash what to do all the time to me. I'm fine with that. But when we are all passing the controller to one another to try to figure out how to open a singular door. I think there's a problem here. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Cam, Cam uh, both Cam and I wound up like trying to try kind of figuring it out. Kind of 
helpful. So, I, like, but then I had no idea what I did. I'm like, oh yeah, I did something. <laughs> oh, you had to like With shoot the door, the door or shoot the to, thing at the aim. door. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with the game is that they just kind of like the little projectile shooter that you get to that was kind of awkward to control yeah and then for you to realize where you're placing it to properly hit what you're trying to hit if it's a door or a puzzle in some regard um but like aesthetically it's beautiful like it's a gorgeous looking game i love the way it looks i love the colors i love the way it moves remember it when just... it went from black and white to color that was a yes story. oh that was cool yeah that was dope and it was just like i died at a boss and it's just like is this okay oh is this supposed to happen all right colors and then we were stuck on that screen for a minute and we're like what the fuck yeah that part um and yeah it was, just, it was kind of one of those like i had an appointment and it was like oh yeah you could go ahead and try it over there i'm like all right cool and I was like, yep, and here we go. Are we good, boys? I think we're good. What's <laughs> this appointment for anyway? That's, I, that, that's, that's how I felt twice that day, honestly. <laughs> that's, I, that was the second time, like, kind of both of my main appointments that day were like, meh. Until Saturday, that's when I would, like, started moving around for the most part. Yo, so I guess um, Nine Years of Shadows releases October 10th. Um, the dev is Halberd Studios. It's running on the Unity engine, and then the publisher was Freedom Games. Um, and it looks like it's going to release oh, to Nintendo right. Switch Freedom. and Freedom. and PC. Bet, bet. Um, let me see. What else? I think, Deontay, you had your appointment at Tripwire where you played um, Espire, right? So, yeah, I had an appointment at Tripwire where I was actually supposed to play a different game. But I got confused because i a little stupid. So <laughs> it ended up working out, though. Uh, I tried. A, I tried. Aspire 2, right? Yeah, I tried Aspire 2, which is a VR game. I believe it's on uh, the Oculus Quest, right? Quest 2. Um, it's interesting. I'm not really super into VR myself, but with a little time spent with a game like this, I can see myself getting into VR. Honestly, I only have one complaint, literally just one complaint, and it is the uh, turning of the camera. So when I have to turn myself to do something instead of panning like we're used to games doing, it just snaps into place. Right. So I have to learn if I want to turn my character 90 degrees, I tap on the stick to the right. And it just immediately snaps to a 90 degree turn opposed to panning over, which I'm used to with other games. But once I got used to that, uh, it was fun. It was genuinely fun. What kind of game was it exactly? So it's 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 a shooter. But I was playing like this, this robot. Um and uh like at first it doesn't give you any guns. At first it's just teaching you what to do, how to control different things. You have a built-in arm slingshot, and it's showing you the motion to use a slingshot on your arm, uh, which shoots uh, trank darts. Uh, you have a another wand that comes out of your arm that you can use to heal your damage and also uh, stun enemies. And there, there was a lot to it. It was very interesting, and... From what uh, there's also co-op plan for it as well. I kind of want to see how that works out, but yeah, I enjoyed it a little more than I thought I would because 
like I said, I'm not sold on uh, VR like that, but it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, I, if I were to play VR in this current heat, though, I would probably break it with my uh, sweat. Because this shit is enough. unfriendly, bro. I don't know if you see that this was a mark and it is growing. I'm about to just change a shirt in it a second. It is hot, bro. Um, Dog, I, I am literally sweating. Right? <laughs> if you haven't seen me, I'm like wiping my sweat from my, mm-hmm. my forehead. Yeah, this it, bandana is keeping the sweat. We do this for you. We do this. We do this for you for the yeah, best sound quality. Because I want to turn my fan on so bad. Hey, so hey, bro. Oh, I'm lie. sorry. I'm not dying on that hill. Like I am not dying on that hill. Me neither. Uh, it Man. is too fucking hot. If my fan was off, I would literally be dead, and I'm Thanks. not doing that. Uh, yeah, I understand it. But yeah, Eastfire was pretty fun. <sighs> Eastfire was pretty fun, and that is set to release November uh, of this year. The exact Where day, I'm not sure, but yes, November 2022. Cool, dope, dope. All right, Justin, play yes, the game. next appointments for the day. I think the last ones of the day. Yeah, well, mine and Justin's, I think. So, as you know, all of, us, all of us yeah. joined the last yeah. ones. So, Justin, first, before we jumped into that kind of last block, Justin played Matto Anomalies. Yeah, oh, how was that? that's right. Yeah, um, that. Shout out to, to the guy who who um, was kind of facilitating that. Oh, he was, he was a jokester, and I loved he it. He was hilarious. I know I communicated with Vincent to book that appointment but i don't know if that was vincent that we were talking to do you remember his name i wasn't there i don't know no, i don't think it, it, i don't <laughs> i don't think his name was vincent okay yeah i don't think his name was vincent so um matter anomalies was a is a turn-based rpg um i'll let you talk more about it because you probably i like ju- jumped on barely at the end for a little bit but you yeah. played it for the most well of the time. i mean to be fair like a, a lot of the the lot of the demo was story based mm-hmm. so like i didn't really get to do much until the end um i mean but the gameplay and the uh the overall interaction of everything was was very kind of i think it has like this that type of cell shading uh animation mm-hmm. Didn't they say that somebody that worked on Persona 5 worked on this? I, I heard him say that, that somebody who worked on Persona 5 um, also worked on Mao Anomalies. Remember him saying that? I don't, but okay. I mean, I'll, tell you, I'll take your word for it. I mean, because <laughs> it, it, has, it has a similar feel in terms of like the artistic style. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is another game from Prime Matters and Play On. Yeah, shout Prime out to Matters them. They were also like all those games there were great. Yo, shout out to the shout dude out. from Play On that we uh, that we shout met out in to, the to, elevator. to another Alex, and I did not see him for the rest of the weekend, and I'm sad about that. Oh, he right. Was cool. Yeah, he was he was really cool. Shout and, out to everybody. Play On, all of them were dope. Yeah, they they treated us really well over at Play On. Agreed. Oh, I love the Play On guys. Um, I mean, I even sat there and played a little bit of Saints Row again. Uh, oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. Got a t-shirt for it. So, like, essentially the game is, like I said, it's a turn-based RPG. It revolves around these two characters. One is a cop and I think one is an ex. He's a detective, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they have, like, an a unlikely team-up where they are trying to save this area called Mato. Uh, because people have been, is it getting possessed or what, what, what was actually happening to the people? So they were like, 
I think they were. I think they were getting actually possessed by like, like demon, like demons. Okay. Yeah, it was it was something that that they were getting possessed by because I remember that there was like a mechanic in the game where you essentially had to draw that essence out of them. Remember? So oh, that second portion because you yes. said there was two parts to the game. There was like an action portion, and then there was a card. Was it the card base? The, the card like base portion. Game. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like, right. That's almost right. Almost like that's a right. Slater Spire type um set up for that second portion yeah um so basically the cards it, it was essentially like a card game um that had like some of the cards had different attacks that you can do um and they and they had like uh, attack values on them um you know some cards could stun uh but basically what you were trying to do is you were trying to knock down uh your opponent's i think his mind bar is what he called mind it it was like a mind bar, bar um all the way to zero so you essentially like knock him out um of what of like uh of whatever's possessing him mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was interesting just because it did have those two combat mechanics where it wasn't yeah. just that that single turn-based mode that we had but also the card game um mm. so i thought that made it interesting um, yeah, the art unfor- style was beautiful. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Like it definitely had, it definitely did have a persona like feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like uh, he actually told us at the b- very beginning that the game was very uh, narration driven. Yeah. Uh, so like, I want to say it's probably on the lines of um, probably, th- but that's probably why we keep comparing it to Persona because Persona was also very narrative driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so stylish. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Mato Anomalies, I thought was, it was pretty good. Um, like I said, I wish I would have been able to, uh, actually get into the battle mechanics a little bit more. Um, but the story overall, overall was good. There was definitely a lot of exposition. Yeah. Also playing with (laughs) a mouse and keyboard on that specifically tested my patience, bro. (laughs) I got a mouse and keyboard story later. (laughs) I'm I'm typically pretty good with mouse and keyboard. I suck. Oh my can I get a controller, please? (laughs) Yo, that that was Cam's uh, thing like pretty much every place we went he was like (laughs) a controller? Yay. (laughs) Right, that part. Um, and so carry on with the play on booth. Uh, you guys also played Gungrave, right? Oh, that was Gungrave was that day? Yeah. Uh-huh, that was the same day. Yo. This is for you, Kobe. Shout out, Kobe, for setting up all these appointments. Yo, Gungrave was fine. Like, if you're really into the old school kind of gun, the old school Gungrave that like came out in 2006, like you will definitely be a fan of this one. It's super over the top. It's super gory, which is why it's called Gungrave Gore. Uh, <laughs> like, it's See what so, you did it's, there. Ah, it's so good. Like, um, the, there's special the moves. What did you say? I said it's incredibly over the top, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely over the top. Like, uh, like your initial um, intro into the game is Grave flying through the air on his coffin and like (laughs) and like landing in front of the enemies hitting it hitting off an enemy's head with his coffin and yeah it's it's just it's wild like it's over the top um i think my first boss of the game was like a gigantic mechanical spider thing 
yeah. And like it was just it was such a good time. Like Gungrave was did, fantastic did the, if you're down for the, the over the top movements gaming. looked flashy. Um, and they looked heavy, right? Because his his uh, yeah, they're his very heavy moves. Yeah. Did it feel heavy? It like, felt did, heavy. Was it satisfying? Yeah. Yeah, it felt. Okay. So the thing is, is is the game feels heavy. I will okay. say that. Like yeah. e- even when you, I think roll. that's a. Uh, we had talked to shout out Cameron Hawkins. We were talking to him about it, and that's what his complaint was too. He's like, it felt heavy. Yeah, the game feels super super heavy. Like to when its you detriment though, or yes, to his detriment. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, like it's it. I'm not gonna say it's not at least fluid for what for the build they have now because mm-hmm. of the fact that it's it feels so heavy. But like mm-hmm. if if that is what they're going for, then that's fine. But I f- I don't feel like it is. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like when you rolled, it felt very heavy. Like the roll was very like slow and and like you still had your iframes, of course. But it just didn't feel smooth. Like it felt mm-hmm. like you you rolled really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I will say this: the the um, the mechanics they hit. You know when you're, uh, you know if you if you're firing your because the whole thing is that you're trying to build up your combo meter. So it's kind of like Devil May Cry in that sense. Okay. But the higher your um, your what combo meter them? goes, they call them the notes, more right? sh- huh. What they called notes? Notes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you hit your notes right, just right. <laughs> yeah. The the higher they go, um, the more powerful attacks you can do. So once you get past fifty, uh, you can then um, rapidly press the triangle button, which will essentially uh, take your two guns and force you to spin in like a circle, and like you're firing in a circle of people, like and it's kind of like crowd control. Um, and then the more uh the more the higher the more higher your notes go uh you will get these nodes by your health bar notes um, no higher <laughs> and uh those allow you to do like your big attacks with your with with your coffin um so yeah it's a it's a dope over the top game and it's fantastic also the dev team are korean i don't know if you remember that there it's a korean dev team it yeah it's a korean dev team yeah job job all right, and then next up at the play on booth was a uh, Goat Simulator Three. <laughs> so, um, I cannot you, remember his name. That. Do you guys but, remember uh, our, the guy our, that we talked to at Goat Simulator? Mm-hmm. I do not. Terrible. I do not. Apologies on this, um, but initially, our quite like I was asking, so why three? Well, why why Goat why Goat Simulator Three? This what is, what is this hilarious. memory that you guys are presenting? And specifically, um, uh, I asked why why is Goat Simulator three, and his response was because we found this stock photo of three goats, and that is the cover art, and we wanted that to be the cover art, and this is how we made it work. <laughs> so it was amazing, Justin Fixteri, thank you. Um, but Goat Simulator three overall, it was it was wild. Bananas. Yeah. I mean, no pun intended, but bananas. No pun <laughs> no intended, pun, right. but bananas. Right. Um, but overall, it was fun. Like from what I played, it's whacking ridiculous, janky is exactly what you think Goat Simulator is. Um, but they're including four-player co-op now onto it for both online and couch co-op. That's the best way. Crazy, crazy. 
Yes, uh, there's now customizables. You level up and gain new skills. You'll get new, uh, get new skins, accessories you can put on. By the end of the demo, before I was turned into a banana, I was a pig wearing a Dovahkiin helmet with Crocs, shooting a bubblegum gun, drenched in oil. Let me tell drenched you, in oil. that pig was fucking nightmare fuel. The fact that Thank the Crocs you. were the same color as the pig made it even worse. <laughs> and it just flopped around in oil with its crooked-ass legs and the weird fucking physics. And I wanted to look away so badly. It was so fun. I enjoyed myself. And if I could have stupid goat fun with friends, hey, man. I didn't play the first one. If they end up bringing it to other stuff aside from Steam, let's go. And I believe they are. It's on the Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade. Oh, not on Apple Arcade. It's on the App Store. Oh, yep. It is coming to PlayStation 5, Steam, Apple App Store. It's coming to everything. Xbox One, PS4, Series X, Series S, Windows, PS5, all that. When? It is coming out November 17th. It is on the way, baby. It's on the way. Game of the Year candidate. Stop <laughs> Right, it. it's in range. Stop Also, it. from that day forward... GG's will now stand for Goofy Goat Shit. GG's. Goofy Goat Shit. GG's. Stupid. Boo. Goofy Goat Shit with friends. Hell yeah. With friends. Boo. From Coffee Stain Publishing. Thank you. That that was fun. Yay. Um, and then lastly at that booth, uh, shout out Larry for from Night Dive Games or Night Dive Studios for showing us um, System Shock, and Cameron was the one who played that. Cameron. Yeah, so System Shock is uh, a remake of an older game by the same title um, that came out early 90s. Um, it's known, uh, the game Bioshock is kind of a, a spiritual successor um, to System Shock. So if you've played Bioshock, um, you know the kind of vibes. Um, but it's set in kind of this dystopian world where... Um, uh, every everybody is is being watched by the man, if you will, um, and you are a hacker, um, and the demo starts with you being busted, um, hacking by some drones, um, a strange um, character coming to you via audio only, saying, "I'll help you." Essentially, if you help me to um, bust this corrupted computer program, essentially. Sounds very familiar, right? Bioshock starts in a similar way where an unknown <laughs> voice tells you that they need your help. Um, Wait, so didn't, didn't, didn't the, uh, the main character flip them off at one point? Yes. He did. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. And then proceeded to get his ass beat. Yeah, that part. <laughs> um, but uh, the one thing that Larry wanted us to know about this game is that there will be no hand-holding. Um, they oh, wanted this yeah. to very much play like the old game. Um, and he's like, some people are going to like this, that, and some people are not going to like that. But it was very important for us um, to make sure that the game played like it did. And, and historically, mm -hmm. it was a very hard game. It wasn't an easy game at all. That was very um, apparent as soon as Cameron came to that fucking puzzle where he had to, <laughs> he had to let the uh They showed electricity that Cameron did not through. play Bioshock at least. And he did not play Bioshock at least. <laughs> that showed yeah. that he did not play Bioshock because I was like, oh, Bioshock, I recognize that. I recognize that. this, I can like, do that. I was I looking, I didn't want to break the flow of the conversation <laughs> that was happening between him and Larry. 
But I just wanted to grab the controller so bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that for me. I feel like there were a few times where I just didn't know what I was doing, where I was going kind of thing. But, um, yeah, you figure it out. Yeah, it was very much a look around at your surroundings, look at what switches need to be pushed, specific items. You don't have to have random fucking trays and bottles in your inventory because it's just <laughs> taking up space. But you can grab it because it's there. Can I say oh. right? Larry Cooperman is probably one of the funnier people we met that day. Yes. So. Larry was amazing. <laughs> He's amazing. Yes. Yeah. The, Enjo- uh, enjoyed him. It's like, don't call me, sir. Call me Larry. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> the inventory management reminded me of something like um, like how they have inventory management in Resident Evil, where like yeah. certain things t- take up bigger slots and smaller oh, things yeah. take up smaller slots and that kind of thing. Um so yeah, you could pick up a whole bunch of useless shit and find yourself <laughs> unable to pick up things that you actually need. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I know that this one has a lot of hype behind it because of what it represents. System Shock is the game that has the famous line, uh, what is it again? All your are base you, belong to us. All your base belong to us, yes. All exactly. your base are belong to us. Um. Yes, no. and then um, so the voice of Shodan, the 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 man, as Cam said, um, it also has their original voice actor uh, reprising their role uh, yes. for Shodan as well. Mm-hmm. I need so, that. Uh, I didn't know that. That is fucking. That is magnificent right there. Yes, that's top. Did we get a release date for this one? I don't think so. Uh, no. Currently, it's still um, just coming soon. Okay. But so yeah, Night Dive Studios, uh, published by Prime Matter. Shout out Prime Matter. Shout out Playon. Yo, you were yeah, also Prime Matter awesome. You guys were awesome for real. You made us yeah. feel yeah. very welcome. In depth, in depth explanations catered to our nonsense. I know Larry was looking at us like you guys suck, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> it's all good because it was fun. It was a fun time. Um, and I think that wraps up Friday at least. Friday. Yeah, I think so. I'm yeah, did we did, did we do anything Friday night? Um, that's where we went to the Coalate party presented by Asus and Cam won a mouse. Oh yeah, I won oh, a mouse. Oh yeah, that's right. He won a mouse, you bastard. Yes, we should have gone back to the Asus booth uh, the next day, but yeah, yeah, that was kind of it for the most part. Things and things. But but we also had a, a shit ton of appointments and other stuff that day too. Yes. Um, and then uh, Cam, me and Cam had gone to the. Uh, to the Sheridan bar that night and Cam got to meet a bunch of friendos and it was I delightful. Did. Shout I out did, to the I six did. degrees of no more panel oh, that as was well. Great. Oh, that shit was trivia. fire. Cameron, you great. monster. Cameron Hawkins, you fucking monster. <laughs> you fucking monster, bro. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Scott for hosting his panel of Six Degrees of Nomura. Shout out to Jacob McCor for video game trivia. Both of those were great. You guys were awesome. Yo, Shout had fun. You guys are insane, by the Shout way. Shout out to Finn for being an amazing person and also being the best dressed person at the con. Yes. Yo. Drippy. In yes. a row. Drippy. Drippy. Oh, gosh. Drippy. Yes. Shout out, Finn. Shout out, friendos. Friendos also, out there. Also, friendos. Finn. Uh, you are the only person that is allowed to call me by that name. No. <laughs> you were the only one. Three. Shout out to Finn. You, you're, understand, no one else gets that privilege. You are the only person that gets to call me that. I'm going to clip that specifically for him and let him know. I'm going to send that Good. to him. Good. He's the only one. Love you, Finn. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, Cam got to see Darren knows people that night. Lots of Shout people. Out. Haley, Katie, Scott, Finn, Davion. All, it, so, all, hey, all Darren's the PR guy. We know this. He Can talks to everybody. How many times this weekend I had the most awkward handshakes where... Like, I went for a handshake, they were going for a fist bump. Or I was going for a fist bump, they were going for a handshake. There were also elbows involved because sometimes people were holding things or COVID and didn't want to do handshake. It was so awkward. And we've been inside for too long, people, and we need to remember how to fucking interact. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, fucking, hey, no, Darren hit me with a turkey first day. First day. Day one, he hit me with a turkey. That's you. I don't give a damn. Nah, man. I was like this. He was like, I was like, stop it. Stop it right now. Dude, we're better than to. this. Nah, we're, we're just exactly there. <laughs> we're, we're better than this. Yes. All right. Now to, for the meat and potatoes, and we're going to have to probably do our best to condense these ones because Saturday was ooh-wee. Saturday was busy. Yeah. My Saturday God. was busy. Just for, so, for, uh, for, 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 for reference, we did not eat collectively, or at least Justin, oh, Darren, yeah. and I didn't eat until... 5 or 5.30 p.m. was our first meal yeah. of the day. That's how long we were. Darren was scruffing beards. Oh, I could have scruffed beards by that point. But we were oh, too there, busy. Were, there were many a beard to be scruffed. And oh damn it, God. I'll do it next time. But I also just met these friendos. And even though I clearly was at that point where I could have scruffed beards, I, tr- I He He myself. was. This man was going up to people that he had just met and being like, uh, uh, like arm around body. Hey, friendo! <laughs> like oh immediately. God. This that is Darren. We are wild. talking about. It was great. Um, so Saturday, for the most part, started with. Uh, I think Cam had something Ooh. like right at fucking nine thirty. Yep, yes, I did. Yep. The most ridiculous thing to have right at nine a.m. and that game was bare butt boxing. <laughs> that's right oh, no 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 i think yours yeah we had come over to join yeah. afterwards because uh me and justin went over to uh audio technica shout out gary that's, boss yo guy, shout out to Mr. the boss. boss shout out to the boss yo for real for real he so, was amazing he was dope just a quick recap for audio technica because for the most part since we three i think cam what mic do you use because i don't know if it's audio technica or not. no i use the scarlet mic Okay, okay. He uses a Scarlet. The rest of us use Audio Technica's. Uh, I'm not currently using Audio Technica. I'm using a Shore right now, but I still have my two, and they're still in rotation. So when I'm streaming, yes. I use my uh, AT. Yes, but I believe uh, my travel mic is an Audio Technica. My see, baby. Okay, see, we all. But I gotta stay it. with these Audio Technica headphones. They've been serving me well since the start. Yeah, so they had some new products to show off for the most part, but also the biggest takeaway from Audio Technica is that they are having um, going to do a creator community. Mm-hmm. So um, this is something I'll try posting the QR code for you guys to scan if you are interested um, to try to work with Audio Technica. Whether it be different events as far as getting others to sign up for the creator community, um, getting a chance to use some of their products. Um, there's a chance we might get something to raffle off later. Knows who knows. Or but, if we uh, decide to do some reviews as well. Yes, yes. I'm so. definitely down with doing some reviews, man. I fucking love sound. Right. I already knew that this. Uh, all of us try to use this good quality stuff. So hey, let us mm-hmm. know. We're here for you, baby. Thank, th- thank you for the opportunity. I wanted to be there at the AT thing, but uh, 
that that night before i guess i ate something weird that took me out of the game uh i hate getting sick on uh on trips dude it, it feels like you're wasting so much doesn't it man this the two hours that i was out on sunday felt like a long time right so oh that's right it. man <laughs> but it is what it is but audio technica shout out to them thanks gary boss for your time we appreciate you sir um and then yes then on to bear butt boxing Wiggle, wiggle, uh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. So, Bear <laughs> Boxing is um, a physics-based party game. Stop it um, there. Where your goal is to hit your opponents into one of four goals to score on them. Um, it is incredibly doofy. Incredibly you, <laughs> doofy. And you move around like a wet sausage, but it's... <laughs> fucking amazing oh it's so God. fun the way also they Aaron walk. is way too good at that game the way they walk <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i haven't played it yet i i can't wait to fucking put y'all in the dirt so you have you have your like regular attack you also have a strong attack that you can charge up but if you charge that attack and then you miss um there's like a period where you're like vulnerable to attack and you can't you can't do anything right so you're just like kind of like wobbling around and if someone hits you, that's pretty much your ass. But they also had another thing where um, if... Like if you continuously hit, then you kind of charge up. And the more yep. the more you hit, the harder your punches are. So you could just be punching, like me, just fighting boom, camera boom, for boom, a little boom. bit. Just smack, 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 and then bah, just knock his ass into a goal on the other side of the map. Yep. <laughs> you can also get knocked off of the map. And I, I, I didn't see if that affects your score or not, if you get knocked off and not into a goal. Um, but there was also another mechanic that I saw where um, if you're behind, they had some, they had introduced something that it makes it easier for you to get back into first place. And I, I can't remember what that mechanic was now. Maybe it's the one that you're talking about, but it, I think it uh, might have been something else. I know they also um, dropped items and stuff like that, too, oh, yeah. that you can end up throwing. And, and th th those do damage, too. Those really knock you back. The one I remember was like a plant pot or something. Um, or like yeah, a that was the main one. Pot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's brought to you by uh, Tautara Games. It's it's going to be... So when we were playing it, it was um, just four-player free-for-all, but it's going to be up to six players um, fighting in the same arena. Dope. Um, coming to Switch, PS4, uh, PC, and PS5. That game was fun. Like I, I remember initially looking at the trailer for it, and I was like, this looks doofy as fuck. And when you said that you're going to go over there and play it, I was like, all right, cool. And then all of us playing together, it was like, okay, this is this is a stupid fun Probably time. fun for you. <laughs> they also said that... Because so, I was winning, yo. Yeah, you asshole. In the mode that we were playing at is a, uh, essentially like the, the what the couch co-op would look like. But um, if you're, you're playing mm. it um, like online... Um, it's more zoomed in, so it zooms into your actual character. Um, mm -hmm. He said, he even said that the character will do like some victory dances or something once after mm -hmm. he knocks someone in the goal. But yeah. So the um, the that. perspective that we had initially, so because there was four of us on the screen, the camera was zoomed out to see the entire arena, and so it was. It, I will say, even with only four characters, you can get confused on which one you are. Mm -hmm. um, so the fact that when it is. Uh, when you're playing by yourself, it's zoomed in, so you at least know where you are. But I'm curious to see what that actually looks like because 
because the camera was so zoomed out, you actually knew where everybody was at all times. So now mm -hmm. is it going to be kind of a chase of seeing if you can find people as much? But I'm sure I'm sure the war it will work out nicely because the game was fun and I enjoyed it. Also, wasn't there um, six characters? Yeah, it's a it's going to be six. It's uh, going to be six, six right? for all. Yeah. yeah. Also, let me correct myself, Deso. You are right. Um, the line or your base all belong to us is not from System Shock, and it is in fact from Zero Wing. That was a Mandela effect. That was not a Mandela effect. You were just wrong. Not just me, I think Darren. It was. Too, I thought shit. so too. Fuck you, Deontay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can both be wrong together. Y'all was wrong, <laughs> wrong in unison. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you you got me blushing on cam i'm just <laughs> the cute boy. Uh, I, I, my voice is damaged right now honestly oh the rupees oh right, no, nobody here said I, nothing I, different, nobody so said I, nothing right and hey, nobody man, said it was wrong apart I, from deso hey that don't mean thank i you, agree deso. with you Shut you up. just led the party in being wrong thank thank you for fat check fact Checking, <laughs> you, you held the flag. You lied to us. <laughs> you lied to me, Darren. Oh, oh no, it's making its triumphant return. Anyway, you lied to me. Um, I trust. I think you. after that, Reggie. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. That's Here right. We did go see yeah, Reggie. Reggie. Reggie and Rogue One's panel. That's Excellent. right. A lot. Shout of out to Rogue. A lot of insights Reggie from industry vets. Like, I think, so for us personally, Rogue Games is probably our booth developer, publisher of the show. Of, of the packs, yeah. Like, personally, because from this panel forward through the rest of the day, they were the utter shit. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um,. Let me let me get all of these yes, amazing Reggie. people's names and get the, get their names correct. So yes, Reggie Fizeme was there on the panel talking games, talking stories, giving insight, saying it's not my fault about Mother Three leaving me alone. His <laughs> <laughs> opening line was, "I don't have Mother Three with me, but it's okay because I'm working on Mother Four. Right. <laughs> opening line. <laughs> opening line. First words that came out of his mouth. Also, his intro was epic as fuck. That fool came it from was. the back of the crowd like a wrestling character or something. Where did he come from? Where? Where did he come from? Back there, I have no it's idea. Fils -Aimé, dog. There was no door back to. there. They were playing I high fast music. He like gave some people high fives on the way down. I'm like, dog is a fucking. He icon. knows. He's he a knows G, the bro. fucking life he lives, bro. It's. His life is a movie, dog. Right? <laughs> Actually. I'm trying to get Reggie's like you, life is a goddamn movie, for real. But yeah, shout out CEO Rogue Matt. Shout out Chris Archer, um, Chief Strategy Officer. Derek, shout out to you, CEO. Yo, sh shout out to you, my boy. <laughs> shout out to you, my boy. You are fantastic. Levi Buchanan, the one who was running the panel, uh, Vice President of Business Development. You are the GOAT. Bro, so so many people from this. Did uh, you this shout booth. out Carlos yet? Carlos, developer of Sprawl, my guy, Drippy, out here in this leather jacket on that panel, being just a cool fucking guy. 
We bumped into Cam each other the... again on day five. I'm like, dog, did you did? Nice. Like, at the hotel, dog. <laughs> Wait, what? and this is how you make friends. Wait, Cam, what did, what did Carlos call you uh, when he first met you? He said something about your, your septum piercing. Oh, my septum brother or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. My septum brother. <laughs> That's funny. And Jack, content stretch. Jack, my guy, he was great. Uh, but yeah, no, just bro games as a whole. Fucking awesome. Their panel, great. Pretty much immediately, at, we also went to a cheap ass gamer panel. Thank you for the wins, mm-hmm. not to Cameron. Ha-ha. Right. Uh, oh. My my dub, our dub, Darren. Okay. Right. Petty. It's a, I think my <laughs> yes. I think Petty. my luck could run out with the mouse. Yes. I know exactly, and that was so fine. Um, but now back to business. So, really, road really games. Quick. Oh, okay. You are going to talk about the panel still, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead if you like to talk about the panel. No, I was just going to say I I liked um how the panel was set up, um because we had Carlos who was um representing his game called Sprawl, um which is a first person shooter that's set to. Uh, drum a drum and bass industrial type soundtrack, um, amazing. So you had him, um, but then you also had Big Dog Reggie, obviously, um, and then you had I can't remember the guy's name that made the Frog Game. Uh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. I'm gonna look him up. I'm gonna look okay. him up. Okay. So the the Frog Game, and I I can't remember the name of the Frog Game, but we'll we'll get to it soon. Um, sea Frog. Sent- sea Frog. So. Um, he won a competition. Um, essentially, Rogue put on their own um, uh, like competition to try and find um, the, the newest, latest, freshest devs um, to push their game that Rogue would end up pouring some funding into and helping them market their game um, if they decided that um, their game won. And so um, they had a bunch of people enter and there were different rounds of this competition. And our guy blank for right now until Darren finds it <laughs> called Seafrog um, that ended up winning that competition um, yes. and Traverse always done oh, on a skateboard oh my me games oh my me I love it um, he's also British I'm pretty sure he had an accent so I'm pretty sure he's British um, but Traversal in the, I never played it but one of you guys played it uh, uh, yeah, Darren I, played it I played it and Seafrog was dope um, overall uh, da, da, da. I'm, I'm trying to get names still. Um, but overall, every game I played there was great. I had a great time with everything. Uh, the learning curve for Seafrog, which pretty much what it is, you're a frog and you're on a skateboard. And the goal is to pretty much traverse ramps to get to the top of the stage, just get to your goal. There are puzzles where you might have to use your tongue to grab onto something and, like, just spin around and you might be closing up um, water mains, stuff like that. And when you jump, like, you hold X or you uh, you hold X to grunt to skate. And then when you let go at a ramp, you, like, do a trick. And the better the trick is that you do, the faster once you hit the ground, you'll be able to boost to continue on to go to the next area. Um... I was having a str- so I was playing like on the main stage and and Matt was commentating over my stuff and I was like I'm doing terrible but I'm having fun while doing terrible so whatever, um, but overall Sea Seafro- uh, Frog fun game. I definitely wish I had more time with it 
because I feel like once you get into the groove of what you're uh, what you're supposed to do while playing, like you will just be burning through levels like super quickly. I could easily see it being a game that you can speed run, like once you get the skills for it. Also, how dope is it for this this guy? This being his, I'm guessing maybe his first game or at least his first game um, to get a ma major backing um, from a company like Rogue. To be on there talking about his game in front of motherfucking Reggie, bro. Dude, he sat next to Reggie. He sat, he that's sat right. He was right next to him. And he was Reggie right even next to Reggie. Commented on his game. I'm, yeah. Imagine what that must be like for him, dude. That crazy. Bro, his game looks sick though. Like I will say that. Like when I was watching Darren play it, and, and his game looks sick. I felt like they they ran you through most of the road games when you were sitting when you had sat down. I there. did. I think I played every single one when I was there. If anything, I might have missed maybe one. Yeah, they um, they like ran him through it. So, did you play um, Last Case of Benedict or uh, Cookie Cutter? Both. Yeah. Okay. So first game up, uh, Last Case of Benedict. Oh, that I I I see myself falling in love with the game super quickly, bro. Aesthetically, I really liked it. Um, I I don't know. Maybe it's because I was tired, but I I found it found it hard to get super engaged in the gameplay. And I mm -hmm. think it was just because of the the Metroidvania aspect of it. I I didn't know where I, I was that. going. Yeah, I, I didn't know where the fuck I was going. I'm not gonna lie. I think at one point I did get turned around a little bit, and like it does, it's very much Metroidvania aspects um, to it, where you can the level design once you go to like the other realm because it's uh in a sense like the medium um because benedict has a i guess a demon or something like that um attached to him and so like he has powers as well but i didn't get too much into that aspect of the gameplay mm -hmm. but there was a lot that had to do with um like light uh got to certain areas where there were just black tendrils around you and you had to use your flashlight to just keep uh pushing through them and also shine a light onto specific points so that you're not consumed by darkness. Um, you had a shield or something, right? At some point, I conjured some kind of magic shield. That yeah, was and there's me. a parry in the game, too, where you can pull up a shield if an enemy is attacking Nanyu. you. And a parry? Yeah, pretty much respond it, yeah. Um, yeah. So you said that, that uh, they said that Bloober Team are their, their neighbors? So yeah. Are they, are, they, are they Polish then? Because I know that Bloober Team is Polish. Let me see. Um, or am if, I mixing? If so, am then... I mixing that with our Polish friends because we talked to all? <laughs> you might be. Last case of Benedict Fox. Let me see. Yeah, this game is fantastic. Action adventure platformer. Definitely, definitely recommend. And I believe this one's coming out pretty soon as well. This uh, one won won the award at, at what you call it, right? Um, most anticipated game. Yeah. At, game, at Gamescom, I think. Yeah, by uh, Plot Twist being published by Rogue Games. Cool. Yeah, that was a good Metroidvania. Um, good one. The voice acting, also amazing, by the way, I just want to say. The oh, voice definitely. acting was on point. Super on point. And then, uh, did you play? You played Cookie Cutter, of right? Of course, bro. I had to. I had to wait for that one longer than any of the other games. Cookie Cutter is fantastic. Um, another Metroidvania, um, but this one is from an Italian dev team, or at least the main dev is Italian. The guy doing uh, the animation and stuff. He has a small team that he's working with, and it, and it's about 
um, a cybernetic girl. Um, I, I actually don't know what her made of motivations in the game, but you play as her. Her name is... is it... Here's a quick synopsis of the game. Cookie Cutter is a techno-pop-punk 2D hand-drawn Metroidvania set to the backdrop of a, a bleak and beautiful dying world. Become Cherry, a rage-driven android on a quest to, res- to rescue her beloved creator, Dr. Shinji Fallon, from the clutches of a deranged mastermind. Sick. It, yes. The, an- the, anim- the animation, I feel like, is the thing that got us from Jump. We walked past... And saw that that hand drawn animation and was like, "Yo, what is this?" The uh, animation is sick. Once you actually get hands on it and start the combat, bro, she has like that. The she, she has like her her main attack, which is like punches and kicks and stuff. But then you can switch to two additional weapons. Right now, there's you can unlock more from my understanding, but the two are a chainsaw and a guitar. Each has their light and heavy attacks and then also their special attack. But what the guy told me is that one of the other weapons that's coming is a motorcycle. And the special attack for the motorcycle is that she'll, she'll jump on the motorcycle and then just run through enemies on the motorcycle. I'm like, uh, I'm about it. Right. <laughs> about it, about it. With the guitar, you just do that strum of the guitar and it like uses lightning and you just take out all the enemies in your path. If you're using an, a jump attack with uh, the chainsaw, you could just just turn into just a chainsaw just chainsaw go wheel burr. and just chainsaw go burr, <laughs> chainsaw yeah. go burr. combat wise of the game was wild the animations great i could already tell the humor is already going to be there as well it's it it, it is i i'm i think that's like one of my games of the show for real yeah same definitely a highlight of the show Oh, oh, no. oh, welcome back, Trump. <laughs> no, we no. will not. Kotowaru. <laughs> Go back in the VOD later, baby. <laughs> um, and then, lastly, just to go a little bit more into Sprawl, um, game was dope. Just overall, I was terrible at it. Oh, my God. The game was dope. Um, I was so I, bad. I, I didn't even get to play it. I was watching Darren play. I was sitting behind him. But I was like, uh, it was another one of those situations where I like kind of want to grab the controller, but for a different reason. But yeah. Oh no! And I would have been a okay and be like, please. Dude, <laughs> I was like, dude, I couldn't do that anyway. I was recording. Yeah, but, and it's not like I was saying here, take the controller out of me not liking it. Nah, it was, it was just it more was, of like I'm just poorly showing what this game <laughs> is capable setup, of. The setup for it was kind of weird. Not weird. It was a great setup, but it was a bad setup for you to suck at the game publicly, right? Because <laughs> you were on this couch. Because he was front you and center. You had this huge screen in front of you, and you had this. You're behind oh, like you red were ropes playing and on shit. That screen, yeah, yeah. bro. Oh, so bro, he, he, had the, he had the dev right the next to him. Like, turned on the fucking Carlos sound bar so we can hear what's happening because music is very important to this game, yeah. and. Uh, it was it was this whole thing. It was a great spectacular showing though. And if you don't know what's going on or personally know Darren's capacity for shooters or lack thereof, Listen, it wasn't bitch. that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad of a display. Honestly, it, it felt like you were doing worse than it looked like. Honestly, I got footage. I felt like I was doing worse. I got footage. It's all good. <laughs> you, you were you were doing pretty bad, dog. <laughs> I know I was. <laughs> I know. And that's not even an insult. I it's not. No, like, I so was telling Carlos, fair, I was like, I, I suck wish at shooters. I was showing respect If you would have seen me playing. I, this thing in, if I don't suck at shooters. I just don't want to play them anymore. If you would have seen me playing I, if I Aspire get into 2, a shooter, bro, I'm I looked, a demon. I looked stupid. I looked like I didn't know what 
up and down was like it was some pretty some pretty intense shit but yeah also there's there's a slowdown mechanic in the game which was cool and mm-hmm. also the wall running in that game to me worked better than the wall running in turbo overkill justin because remember i was having bro a, for whatever reason in turbo Darren was overkill, having Darren was having the hardest time I with was. the wall physics. do you know oh, what it was really? yeah i found yeah. that one easier than the wall running in turbo overkill that one i had a hard time with oh yeah turbo mm. overkill i just was like <laughs> yeah no over the like cameron was saying the way that the music was utilized all done by carlos by the way mm-hmm. he, he, he did all that very shit. successful um artist and dj good and swagged out like a motherfucker right swaggy yeah he was swaggy yeah, he was shit tis the plan i saw the jacket i was like oh i know you somebody <laughs> But yes, so yes, that Rogue Games, y'all were dope. Thoroughly enjoyed our entire time with you guys, especially that Thank night. You. Oh my especially god, that's that's a, that's a story. Not that will not be in an episode. Yeah, no, but that, story is, that is where we met Trobs. That is where we met Trobs. Yeah, oh yeah, so yeah. this that is, is true. We met, we met a lot of people at the, the party. This is this is true. This is where we got to mingle with with these people, and they were amazing, and we are very humbled to just be in their presence and having drinks and having a yep. good time. Thanks, Trobs, for being our fucking guy. Another shout-out to Trobs just for having great fucking hair. Right? Man, Bro, I, I will say your hair is pretty majestic, though. It fucking also, flows. Shout-out shout to the black home, woman dude. who put him up on game on on hair products that he told us about <laughs> as well. He's like, he's like, that's why my hair looks like this, because she, she told me that I need to do something, and she gave me a list of hair products, and my hair's never looked the same. So <laughs> She is the goat. There you shout go. Shout out man. to her, too. Yes, Trobs and your and your amazing wife, Favor. Th- t- t- hello. Hello yep. to you and as hero. well. We appreciate you. Also, 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 let me say, Trobs, I, I, I stalked your, your Twitch a bit just to see your, your content, and what I realized is that um, you and your wife did opposite things. So she went from longer hair to shorter hair, and then you went from shorter hair to longer hair. And I found that interesting. <laughs> I'm like, you guys both look different. You, you guys, yeah. There can only be one. <laughs> oh, no. I thought that oh, was no. cool. But yeah, shout, shout out to y'all. And then let's see, what other appointments did you guys have for that day? I know that was my big, that was my big one. Because um, I think later on I had Tiny Build, but your experience at Tiny Build was far different than my experience at Tiny Build. Don't forget <laughs> Lies of P as well. We played that, I believe, yeah, but, day day one? No. No, no. no. I played, we played, we played day Because remember, four. shout out, Hip Hop Gamer. We'll have you on soon, bro. Um, <laughs> this nigga was, uh, was over at the AMD booth <laughs> hyping that bitch up all weekend. First of all, hype, 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 hype. and he was he, early on. We heard him come on down to AMB, at AMD. We're the only ones who got life of P here. Come on, check we it out, y'all. We got the We're the only people Bro. here who got life of P. <laughs> he's like, I heard he's it. Like, you saw the trailer. You saw the trailer. <laughs> I heard it. Darren heard it. I, I walked by. I was and like, said, "This cool. nigga's lying." Darren, and I kept Darren did it. not believe him, and I was all like, "Oh no!" But he said he had the thing right there. I said this nigga lying, and then the next day we go back the, an opposite direction because we had been by that specific spot several times, but never looked at this particular wall to see lies of P and go, oh yeah, they had it on the right side of the wall, and uh, we walked uh, on the other the side. Front. 
the front <laughs> and the ne- left. It needs yeah. work. Let me just say that. It it I it, mean it it does need a little bit of work. Yeah. Does it ooze bloodborne? Yes, Absolutely. it does. Yes. Like, is it from what I'm slow hearing so as much fuck? to the point where it's like okay, that's very bloodborne. Yeah, it's, I, it, it's, I'm not I, mad about that. I am no. not mad I, about I, that I, aspect. No. I feel like it looks very much like it's like you. Took it's Yarnum, yeah. You took, you're it's right. Literally <laughs> Yarnum. Like hey, literally, I, like I feel like I've walked the exact same route that we were taking in the demo. At, bro, as as someone who just recently played the game, yeah. Like disgusting, <laughs> like disgustingly yeah. so. No, uh, yeah. Which is God. weird because then it's also very slow and clunky, which Bloodborne is not in not any respect. No, no it Liza Plea was uh, Liza Plea. Liza, Liza Plea was a. Uh, it was heavy, like yeah. It, it and I don't know heavy, in. Like why? Pinocchio Justin played Bloodborne. So Justin slow. is almost done with Bloodborne. Right. We are in the DLC oh. right now. <laughs> I know. See a story <laughs> for another time. <laughs> That's next episode. Uh, but yeah, Liza P. It. Like aesthetically, I like it personally, but it's heavy. Like it, it's yeah. very slow, and the counter system is, is interesting. Counter buns. Like, right I don't. I don't know. They need to. They need to refine some mechanics yeah. for it to be what it's trying to be. Yeah. Because right now it's feeling exactly what every Soulsborne copy or like like mm-hmm. game is is something that wants to get there, but there's something about it that's like. You're not you're not getting the same right the same spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, was this so the I, day that you had a thund- that you guys had yeah, Thunderfall? So yeah, I, he had there. Thunderfall and I had a okay. uh, White Thorn. Go ahead, Deontay. Before I jump into that, I was gonna say I'm um I'm pretty sure this was also the day that I had uh wanted dead. Yes, you did. Yes, yes. Uh, I think you, you had the last yeah. appointment of the day. Yeah, he did. Oh God. Why don't you talk about that first? Because I played a. A few games at Thunderfall, so I yeah. jump into one in Dead first. Yeah. Shout out Jeffrey, my Shout guy. Shout out Jeffrey. Yes. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Planet goat. Attack. Y'all are goats. Yes. I'm gonna have to learn or practice how to <laughs> pronounce this developer name. Uh, Soliel. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Where are they from? It's a good question. It's not my notes. <laughs> 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 But uh, yeah, One of Dead is exactly what it's trying to be. The breakdown of it so far is like it is a love letter to the action. First, the action games, but also the cover shooters of the sixth generation consoles we had. So, yeah, I'm talking like, 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 oddly enough, Ninja Gaiden, which former members of Team Ninja worked on this game. So when I say part of it feels like Ninja Gaiden, yeah, it, it feels like Ninja Gaiden. But there's also a cover shooting mechanic in there as well. That's what I was going to say, because Ninja Gaiden is not a cover shooter. Right. Not Ninja Gaiden is not a cover <laughs> shooter. So the thing is, this game focuses more on the melee aspect of things, but the cover shooter shit is there, and it's fully functional. And it gives you more of an option of what you want to focus on. But so much detail and love is given to the physical side of things that you're naturally just going to want to do that. Their combo system is cool as hell, right? So let's say you know where you would have like square as your light attack and triangle as your heavy attack. Mm-hmm. And here square is like your standard physical attack and triangle is a quick shot with the pistol. 
it oh, works okay. completely different from the other shooting mechanic because you can still hard aim with uh, L2 and fire your gun with R2 like your regular rifle and shit. But this pistol ties together your combos. So you can go attack, attack, pistol, attack, 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 pistol, attack. It change, And it changes what you do based on where you place that uh, shot. Okay. So it's It's interesting. But also, it's a game that's not taking itself too seriously at all, right? Settings-wise, it is It is in the future imagined by the 1980s. Hmm. Okay, that makes, that makes total sense, actually. That's a good description. Right. So with neon everywhere. Yes, neon everywhere. <laughs> They're still kind of wearing 80s tight clothes, but they've got like uh fucking high tech armor over these 80s fucking outfits and shit like that um but like i said it's doesn't take itself seriously at all so the the loading screen was actually the uh reskin gif of that one roasting meme where they're in the park and dude roasts guy and the fucking motherfucker pops in front of the screen everybody's like going ah going crazy over the roast Super hot fire? Yes, super hot fire, exactly. Yes, it is. I a know exactly clip. the meme just it is the clip from that where dude fucking goes across the screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And but it's these characters instead. That's funny. And I laughed my I ass exactly off in like, mid interview. I was like, this this has all the personality that I would want. Um it feels good to play. You know what I mean? Of course it needs more polishing, but that was a lot of the shit we played. Uh, yeah, recently, the, but the fine tuning, the fine tuning will come later. Yeah. I yes. see that they have a bunch of mini games as well. You can play on arcade machines. Yes, I saw yes. like a rhythm game type shit going on in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like anime. Is that anime cutscenes or is that just for the trailer? So they have animated cutscenes, like anime cutscenes. They have CG cutscenes. They have like in-game uh, shit. From my understanding, they might also have, like, the still panels in use as well. Oh, okay. They spoke about how open they wanted to be with that, but they're also talking about lore, right? So there is a lore to this. It is a very, it's a very kooky, you know, not taking itself too seriously type game. But they are creating outside media for it as well, right? So, um, possibly, you know, comics and other short videos and stuff like that that you can uh, have to aid your overall experience when playing this game. And I believe I was just talking about needing some more of that in my life. I didn't, I didn't, I was just going to say, I didn't like that the booth, how their booth was set up because you couldn't even like watch it from the outside. Like you, you needed to go play it. You couldn't just spectate, which meant that I, you know, I, because I didn't play it, I didn't get to see anything about it. So I just have to listen to, to get Deontay to tell us how, but with some of the other games, I could at least watch y'all play, right? Or watch somebody else right. play. But with mm-hmm. that, you couldn't. So. <laughs> dope, um, dope. But yeah, so I, I spent a lot of time at Thunderfall um, during that day. Um, shout out Jeff once again um, from Plan of Attack. Um, oh, but the first game that I checked out with them um, was a game called Planet of Lana, um, which is a, pla- uh, a planet, <laughs> 
which is a <laughs> which is a puzzle platformer in the same vein as um, something like Inside or Limbo. Um, you're a character, Lana. You're traveling with some kind of little creature, um, and you're traversing the world and trying to solve puzzles. Um, you use the creature in order to reach different places that you can't, um, trigger different levers. Um, and yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I, I will say, and I, I um, was talking to someone else about this as well, is that I don't feel like the trailer was the best representation of the game. Sorry, not the trailer, the, the, the demo. demo. Yeah, it wasn't the yeah, best representation. Yeah, you were saying that it like didn't show enough of anything for you to really get a feel of what it is. Exactly, exactly. All, all I saw was pretty platformer, which there are mm-hmm. a ton of pretty puzzle platformers out there and i i know i have a feeling that there's something that distinguishes this game from those but right now i can't tell you what that is just based off of the demo alone um Mm -hmm. but that was thunderbolt's kind of big push for this weekend was planet of lana at their booth it had the the biggest poster yeah that had the biggest backdrop yeah biggest but to me they had way better games on display um which i'll kind of get into so the Next game is one of my games, personal games of the show, um, which is Wavetail, um, which is kind of like an action-adventure game, cel-shaded graphics. Um, you traverse um, via skating on water, um, and the reason why you're able to do that is because of some dark clone of yourself that is existing under the water. So uh, the clone is walking... That's under the water and cool as shit, yeah. bro. <laughs> and you're, and <laughs> that's <you're, laughs> dope as fuck. And your feet I love are it. on top. It's so dope. And just the movement, you're able to just glide across. Um, and then you can like jump up in the air. And then you can dive down and go underwater. And then pop back up. And then um, you also have a, um, like a little gliding mechanic as well. Um, you could also have a grappling hook that you're able to use to reach higher higher places and just the the movement is so fluid incredibly fluid uh, movement everything just made sense um also the the detail that they put into certain things like the water or the clouds or even just the facial expressions of the characters is just really cool um it's just dripping with character it's very bright it's very colorful and it's fun to play so that's one of my games of show personally really really good um so after Wavetail, um, I jumped into... Oh, another thing about Wavetail, by the way. So um, Thunderfall are obviously um, publishers, um, but Wavetail is their first game as a dev studio. So um, Wavetail mm. is um, kind of a passion product uh, project for them, and it's the, first, it's the ge- only game that they had which um, they actually made. So yeah, Thunderfall Group uh, development and Zoink Games, and we know them. So, yeah. Oh, and it's actually yeah, it's already been out on Steam, and so they're bringing it to other stuff now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, launched on, uh, on Stadia. Stadia. It yeah. launched on Stadia. Yeah, Stadia. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking so, Stadia. Fucking Stadia. <laughs> um, so after that, I jumped into a game called Worldless. Um, which is Wait, it's uh, it's world's list, right? With an S. I don't know, actually. Um, I feel like he. I feel like somebody corrected us on that when we had said worldless, and they were like, "It's world's list." Let's see, world. With an S. No, it's worldless. It's worldless. Yeah. Um. 
So Worldless is a Metroidvania side-scrolling action-adventure platformer. Um, it's developed by No Name Studios. Um, essentially, you are this light entity, and I don't mean light like heavy light, like you're like literally made of light. <laughs> um, and you are traversing the world, trying to free it of some kind of corruption. Um, when you get into a battle, um, it is turn-based, but with action elements. So, for example, you are attacking via a turn-based mechanic, but at the moment that you attack, and the moment that your attack hits, if you hit a button, you're able to do additional damage. Um, if you hit a button while you are um, trying to block an attack in, um, in the defense phase, um, then you are able to like either parry or negate uh, more of the damage from uh, the enemy attack. Nice. Um, you also can absorb enemies, and the absorption um, had a different mechanic, um, which was like a quick time mechanic. So you had a certain amount of time to pit, uh, push a series of buttons, um, but those buttons weren't made available to you um, unless you did enough damage to the uh, the creature that you were trying to absorb. So let's say I do like 20% damage to the creature, I may only get one of the buttons that I'm supposed to press, right? And I would have to guess the, uh, the rest. Whereas if I do 90% damage to the, the mm. entity or whatever, then I see all of the buttons and then I have to press all of them in, um, in time, which for me was hard because uh, I don't know Xbox controllers and... I don't, I, I, I don't i don't know it without looking down at the buttons right um but no please nintendo switch picks up xbox controller <laughs> fuck <laughs> exactly then picks which one is the xbox Double i fuck. don't know they're all in different places on every controller i pick up ah fucking buttons but no really really gorgeous game um so then last i moved on to what is um my other game of the show um, which is Nostal Gaia, and I wish I could remember your name, who showed me. So, Jeff didn't show me this one. Um, somebody else showed me this game. Um, we also did an interview, so you'll get to see that. Um, but Nostal Gaia, um, he described it as the Souls-like that you never knew that you wanted. And so, no so Nostal Gaia is a Souls-like, um, but the premise is that the, the world is being corrupted by pixelation. So the world is become, gradually becoming more and more pixelated. And the job of the hero is to essentially restore fidelity to the world. And so you are uh, going through um, trying to, again, uh, restore fidelity. So the visuals of the game will change when you've restored fidelity to an area and all of a sudden look way better than they started. But at the same time, it's being narrated um, by a, in a similar fashion to... Um, like the voice of Grimoire, Vice, and shit like that, right? So uh, there's a comedic undertone of the narrator essentially um, s saying that the character, the hero, isn't shit, um, and, yeah. that, and that he's going to die. And Yeah, he's bro, like, the narrator he, hates you. Yeah, he hates you. At some point, he's like, what are you going to do? How are you going to save the world when you're the most pixelated thing in here? And literally, you are. You're a, you're a stick figure made up of pixels. <laughs> um but it's it's a great game dude just the i think the the fucking juxtaposition between this is a fucking souls like so it's gonna be a hard game right but at the same time it's just this completely ridiculous concept 
um, and then it's it's funny. It's 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 really funny at the same time. So whereas dying in a Souls like can sometimes feel frustrating, dying in this game wasn't so much frustrating um, just because of the way the game is is set up and the concept behind the game. Uh, the narrator like berates you, and that makes it kind of funny. So um, nostalgia is the name of that one. A play on words of nostalgia. All right. And then any other appointments that we had that day? Uh, I had Whitethorn. Yeah. Oh, was. yeah, Whitethorn. This is when we went over to... um. was over there with you for... Onsen Mastery. Onsen Mastery in the and, last uh, sanctuary? No, or the it forest was sanctuary? the forest sanctuary, yeah. Okay. So Onsen Master, best way to describe it, and pretty much is like, yep, overcooked, this is it. yeah, overcooked versus uh, overcooked and um, spirit away. away. Yeah, it's essentially just a game where um, Oni come in to uh, your bathhouse, and you have to based off their uh, obviously the icon that pops on the top of their head. You have to make a, a tub for them, and basically you have to grab whatever mineral they want take it to the center of the game grind it up and then put it into the tub and then you have to grab them by the hand and kind of lead them to the onsen and then just throw them in there um <laughs> and the cool thing is there's also a boss battle uh so essentially if you've ever seen spirited away and you know about the um the river uh river god that oh, came uh -huh. in uh and how like big and yucky he was mm -hmm. uh like essentially that one of them come in and they're so big that they like get in your way oh and Lord. so yeah and so like you have to like go around them and then uh the cool the, there's also some other cool aspects too is that like after uh a certain amount of people get in the tub it becomes dirty and you have to clean the tub oh, and then when shit. they get out they leave a water puddle so you have to clean up the water puddle so that the other the other guests don't slip um so it's a really intricate game and it was actually really kind of fun uh it definitely was kind of a uh like kind of turn off your brain kind of thing like you know it wasn't like too in too uh difficult Immensely demanding yeah yeah it was very was it intuitive multiplayer justin yes yeah okay yeah four, pla four players I think, I think it's only two. I think it's two. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, mm. yeah. I think Damn. it's only two. Um, I actually spoke with the designer. Uh, he he was uh, the one that entered the the one that actually sat me down in uh, for Onsen. Uh, his name is Derek Fields, um, and he was the one that kind of talked to me about the game. Um, and about you know, and and when he was talking to me about it, I was like, it looks like, it looks like Spirit Away. And overcooked, and he was like, "Eh, yeah, yeah, it's it's." it's that. <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, bet. Um, but yeah, definitely go give it a look. See, uh, it's already been out. I think it's been out since. Uh, uh, I want to say, its initial release date was 2021, February 2021. Um, but it's now coming out on Steam, um, and I think it is Steam Deck verified. I think I did ask him about that. A lot of developers love Steam Deck, by the mm -hmm. way. A lot of them were it, running the games off of Steam on Deck. Steam Deck. Yep, <laughs> yes, they were. And that's that's on in itself. A... Also, shout out to Rollback Netcode being a thing over at uh, PAX. <laughs> Bare, and Bare Butt Boxing. Right? Bare Butt Boxing has Rollback, Rollback Netcode. Net Let that sink in. 
Um, and it's the Forest uh, Cathedral. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you also played that one. I did. What was that? Um, I don't know. It was kind of like, I think the best way to describe it is like The Witness, in a sense. Okay. Where it's like you have a first person's perspective and you go around to do different challenges. And with each each one of those challenges, you're kind of trying to figure out what to do. So like sometimes, um, but also it's a like a platformer on certain occasions. So there's like the screen that you can, that the character can pick up to see like lines and piping, um, in the forest that you can't just see. Um, and then you can go up to screens and there's pretty much a, it turns into a platformer, but the, uh, the camera situated, um, shout out Brian Wilson, um, designed this game. Um, it's set up where you have the screen that you're doing the platformer on, but it's, situated so much in this on the screen that that's your sole focus for the most part mm-hmm. but there's a sliver on the side that like you could see the forest and as brian was describing to us some like the more you play through stuff like that things will happen on the side like i had noticed justin um when you were going through it like there was a bridge that had kind of risen up on, on the side yeah there was stuff happening it was something it was either for like the fish to go through but stuff was happening oh on the side. oh the net so that came up yeah, yeah, about, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But so yeah, it's bas- like your perspective is so channeled in on this yeah. red, on this red and black that the rest of the screen you might not even notice. Yeah. And, so uh, essentially, like the game, uh, the 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 screen you're talking about, it's essentially like the puzzle aspect of the game, um, where you kind of have to do these platforming things and and um, turn on, like turn on and turn off mechanisms. That's how like you would essentially use that to turn them off and turn them on um so the bridge rose purely because i completed the puzzle and i think turned on all the electrical currents that would lift up the net um and so i think that's where the puzzle aspect came comes in um but like i said it was it was kind of interesting because um going through the game i wasn't incredibly sure like what the point of it was uh, it seemed like it was kind of just uh, we were going like it was kind of giving int- like an introduction to the game. But it was there was it was very exposition heavy. Yeah, was, like uh, basically there is this uh, virus going around, and I believe it's an actual virus um, that scientists made to pretty much um, steady the mosquito population. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but the but what they were using to get rid of the mosquitoes fish will eat mosquitoes and all that and so it's affecting their um their biology and so they're slowly dying off and so they're trying to figure out what's going on with the fish and how is it affecting what's going on in the world and i guess you're saying like sometimes when you're focused on the platformer like that sliver like things might happen on the side that you don't know about so wasn't it based off of like a a real um i feel like it was based off of a, a real event right yeah 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 that sounds so dope. Bit, just, yeah. It was, it was an interesting concept. Yeah. Shout out Brian Wilson. This is his second game. Um, and then also right. um, on Saturday, I uh, also tried out a Metalcore. And Deontay was in there with me for that. And I wish I had a controller. Because this was my game that I played with people in the house. And it's a first-person shooter, Battlefield-like, where... Um, there's three factions just 
big battlefields can uh, as soon as you run out there are mechs that you can get into different classes of mechs and everything like that um very rich in lore and also has nfts and this is the only game of the show that we played that ha actively has nfts involved in it not the nips. and it's not like it's like the way not that the they're nips. implementing it is more of like a this is a loadout or a gun or a mech that um i've collected and you could trade that with friends and everything like that so it's not so much like a like a scummy weird nft thing because it's actually tied into gameplay and just kind of ways of switching things up like you don't have to be involved with the nst aspect of it but if so it's there i want to add uh as i'm listening or as i was in the room listening to them explain the function of their nft i was like this doesn't even necessarily have to be called an NFT. This could be a fucking function of the game. But I don't want to be nitpicky. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like it just even in that sense, it's um, almost trying to ride the lightning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's it's practical implementation sounds use right or it's uh implementation rather it's yeah the it's, implementation of it is sound it's, it's like great. okay it's i like, see okay, where you're you have going this with awesome it. fucking weapon or you have this part or this cannon on the mac and shit i don't have that shit you might have like paid for that or something but you can say hey here run this or i have these two loadouts we run this loadout uh this has items that i own and i can since i own them i can do what i want with them essentially which is let you use them for this while i use my other shit or just mm -hmm. we can trade i can let you just run my shit for a week while i'm gone some shit like that yeah and the game is very lore heavy but it's still just a multiplayer only game mm-hmm and like they kind of gave us the rundown of the base synopsis of the game and that the story continues while you're playing multiplayer and doing different types of missions yeah. and so sometimes you could get to a mission for the story events and other people can join in um with you like like they're a part of that story so honestly kind of like a final fantasy raider like a like a like a destiny instance in a sense can pop up where there's a specific area that people can go to for this challenge or for this um specific thing and help each other out or just duke it out because there's three different factions that'll be on the map so it's very interesting like cool. a like a final fantasy fate justin that yeah. like those can pop up I, oh i, I like because nice. the the battlefields are pretty big you know what i mean it's like imagine battlefield but with mechs. Yeah, um, and it's like, <laughs> I was I brought up to them that it's just like, you know, the last mech thing we had was Titanfall, and right now, oh, so. Right. <laughs> oh, no. So it's just like, anytime I see mech something, it's like, let's fucking go. <laughs> Armored Core, I'm looking at you, but Souls, you can do no wrong to me, baby. Just keep keep pumping. I'll, I'll, I'm here. But, uh, yeah. No, overall, like I said, I me ha having to use a keyboard and a mouse on a fucking first person shooter and i haven't done that shit in years i'm like oh no my fingers don't know how to move correctly <laughs> um but yeah i also i checked out a few more that day so uh, one of them was 30xx um oh a which is a sequel to 20xx um essentially they took the formula from 20xx um and just expanding expanded upon it it's a bigger game um 
what 20xx was is a roguelike um a mega man roguelike essentially like a mega man roguelike type clone um the second one um is now multiplayer so you can play um, both online and couch uh co-op with one friend um you have two characters um one is more of a melee character and one is more of a shooter character uh, more long-ranged um and yeah it has all the elements of a roguelike so you have different power-ups that you can gain um you also remember in uh in hades where you would have the underground room uh fuck what was it called uh where, i know what you're talking about you know what I mean? yeah. where you could get a choice and it was like kind of high risk high reward so you might oh you know yeah, what I mean? yeah so you there's a guy in 30xx that could challenge you and will say to you hey you go the next um the rest of the run with uh minus 50 health but I'll give you this awesome power up or something like that, right? So you, oh, yeah. you make That's the choice whether you want to take it or not. Yeah. Got you, got you. So that was cool. Um, but the one thing that I found interesting about this game is that um, they are building another mode on top of it um, called what, uh, what they call Mega Mode, um, which essentially allows you to play it like a typical um, Mega Man game would play in the sense that it. Uh, procedurally generates your your run at the start of your run um, but then it saves the run so um, things don't continue to be procedurally generated at that point it's created your run for you and you play through the game with lives like you would uh, uh, a regular game so it gets oh, rid of dope. that permadeath mechanic and yeah that's dope so I thought that, that was really cool and really interesting um, and that um, I don't think they have an idea of a release date they're still working on it um, but the version of the game that I played seemed fine to me. I didn't feel like there was anything wrong. The The combat was fun and engaging. Um, I got to play through one bo boss fight, um, and that was fun. I also got to watch a couple people play in co-op with another person, um, and it looks awesome to play with somebody else. Um, he did say that the difficulty does scale slightly when you have a second person, but okay. he said that the game is also slightly easier um, with two people so i i don't know um but yeah give and take give and take give and take yeah For sure. so but yeah it was cool um and then the last place that i spent time and i think you guys spent some time here as well maybe was at the tiny built uh, yes area. your experience and my experience were vastly different okay talk <laughs> about yours so mine's it was uh, comfy the, the, oh, the, okay was yeah really walking through there. the tiny it was comfy it was amazing that shit was comfy um, as fuck, bro. Around my appointment time, I guess everybody was on lunch. Everybody was on break. Nobody knew where nobody was. Um, Damn. But the community manager for, um, what's the vacuum game called? Uh, uh, Justice Sucks. Justice Sucks. Um, so the community manager, she was there um, to talk to me a little bit about it. Um, and there were three different levels you could try it, and Cam will be able to talk more about it afterwards. Um, but overall, the game itself is fun. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it um it's stressful when you get <laughs> caught holy shit it gets stressful like uh the the level i was playing on it was like the third one and definitely the hardest um but there's guards everywhere they got flashlights and you have to disarm like four bombs 
that oh, are in the shit. room. I could not disarm a single one of them bitches because as soon as one saw me, they were on my line. Because once they see you, you need to get away because they start like attacking you. And the more you run away, yeah. the more guards you're going to run into. And you just have to kind of sneak underneath stuff. But also you're like, fuck, they, they know where I am. And, talk, and clock is uh, ticking and all that. Um, but it's fun. You're a little Roomba. You can go around, uh, suck up little items, and then you also shoot them back at opponents and everything like that to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you when you, when you see that blood's on the floor and all that, you're just going to go around and clean it up, all that. <laughs> um, it, it was fun, though. It was a fun game. It's cool. So I guess that the premise is, um, like Darren was saying, you're this RoboVac, and you're trying to save... Um, your home from these intruders. Uh, the the level that I played was they were burglars, but I, I don't know if in the other levels they're different. Um, but yeah, you're 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 triggering traps um, and trying to lure people into the traps by doing different things, um, taking out the enemies and preventing them from like stealing and destroying your home. Um, after you're able to clear um, the the each wave of enemies, um, you beat the stage and then you have a cleaning phase. And then you get a certain percent, a certain score based on how well you're able to clean up for yourself after yourself. So that includes sucking up the bodies of the people that you killed, uh, sucking up the blood from the floor, getting rid of footprints, um, all things like that. And you're trying to get as close to 100% as possible. So it was fun. It was really interesting as a concept. And um, that is my life. Like literally, I I I dread the day when my Robo back gain sentience and i always talk to yvette about it i'm it's like love this... death and robots bro <laughs> bruh Duh, it's gonna it's gonna help you it's gonna save you what you mean maybe or maybe it's gonna turn on me and suck me up oh hey yo hey yo all right so and so the, like the... i said your experience different than mine because i was also i was gonna check that out as well as um Astergos, but there was nobody there for that Jesus. at all. So I was like, "Well, all right, I played just all right." On I go, and that was kind of it. So I, yeah, I got to play Rawman and Asteragos too. Um, Rawman is, uh, it's not a battle royale. Um, it's a team-based food fighting game where you are essentially engaged in uh, food fighting um against another team um each 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 character type has different special abilities um so i i I played as i think a chef um and i was able to put like a bucket over my head but also summon something that looked like a graham cracker (laughs) (laughs) and like put put that up as like a shield and and so yeah that was able to block the attacks of certain people i was trash at the game i'm not even gonna front i was so bad at it um i felt like as i went on i i got better but i i don't know some of these people felt like pros bro Um, (laughs) you had like long range attacks um you also had melee attacks um after you die you respawn right away um and then you're it's whoever has the most points by the end of the game um so that was raw man pretty cool also they had a claw machine outside and i want something he did that best he had to you fuck <laughs> <laughs> i've never been good at claw games but this one i managed, you did I managed that. to get yeah so, you did yeah. you really did do that shit i want a little dumpling um <clears throat> or steam bun i guess 
Um, hey, I'll, anyway. I'll trade. I'll trade you my broccoli for your steam bun. <laughs> you want my steam bun? I want your steam bun. I trade your my steam bun for your steam deck. No, I'm saying. <laughs> oh wow, that's yeah, okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm playing. You can have the bun. Um, <laughs> so last thing I played was Asteragos, as Darren said. Um, classic adventure, action adventure type game. Um, in the same. <laughs> In same vein, I guess, as, as something like... <laughs> I was going to say, like, God of War, because that's what they said, but it it doesn't have the same scale as something like God of War, but I guess I could I, I could draw comparisons if I really tried. Um, mm-hmm. ha- has, like, a similar upgrade system where you can upgrade weapons, so um, definitely some RPG elements to it. Um, but the boss battles specifically felt very Monster Hunter-like. Each of the bosses had these, like crazy like intros where their name came up and then the monster f- the 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 visuals of the monster froze and then it flashed the name of the monster <laughs> um and the boss that i played against was an alligator um and you have several different weapons at your disposal um again a melee weapon a long range weapon and then you also have access to magic um it looks mad like Kana slashed um dauntless yeah 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 100 percent. that's a 100 percent accurate comparison for sure um with the the boss battles feeling more like dauntless and then your your like every every day or like your minute to minute action feeling more like kina um but yeah it was cool um but out of the three i i would actually say that was my least favorite um it was clearly the one that has the biggest budget Mm-hmm. Um, just from looking at it, but it was the visually least it looks great. But I could even tell mechanically. I see like was it ravenous the devourer the like blue alligator? Oh yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah. Like I see, I'm looking at the animations and everything like that. I'm like, all right, very telegraphed and all that. But it also like you could tell that there's not as much programming in the monsters as something like Monster Hunter is. Whereas like you could tell how they react. You could tell like. Like, I see it, like, going in a circle and then start the circle again. I was like, mm, right. that that first strike around should have formed into an attack of some form. So, also, I, don't know, I, to, I see what you mean. To take a potion, you have to stop moving. <laughs> uh, old Monster Hunter. <laughs> I was about to I say, is that old Monster Hunter? Oh, no. That was frustrating. Um, and just, again, we talked about a, a games feeling kind of clunky earlier and this felt a little bit like that it didn't the combat wasn't fun the combat wasn't fluid um mm-hmm. so i think some some work needs to be done on that but overall i guess i, I see division yeah yeah i see division so like aesthetically like we're fighting in and like all the water still flowing in this little lake and everything like that that you're fighting in yep like i see it great. exactly i think i i agree with you i'm like looking out it's like i can see where they're going right so also their positioning of screens in comparison to where you were sitting was the most neck breaking shit ever (laughs) the stools were hella low the screens were hella high so you were just like had your head cranked up the entire time my neck bro they're trying to help your posture my neck my back no that's not good posture though i was like this i mean (laughs) hey man it's either Shoulders scrunched, head forward and down, or shoulders back and head stretched up in the air. You gotta pick one. Ah, uh, I felt like a baby bird. 
You know when the baby bird's like, yeah, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid dumb. Boo to you. <laughs> All right, and I think that concluded uh, day two. Yep, we ended on yeah. the Rogue Party, which we won't talk about on stream, but right. thank you to everyone at Rogue. Thank you to everybody, Rogue. Shout out once again, Tribes, you fucking goat. We appreciate you. We appreciate yes, everybody we met there that night who hung out with us. Talked game. It was great. So, you know. Um, and then day three, I will say our most low-key day for sure. Um, not too much going on. Um, Deontay, from you, though. Cyberpunk and runners or edge runners. You you went to that uh, pre screening. Yes, cyberpunk yes. edge runners. Can I say that uh, I'm glad that we got something else in this world because despite the broken game we got with Cyberpunk 2077, this world is interesting as fuck, right? Which also got its ex expansion announced. Today. Right, How got about its that? expansion. Oh, okay. From what I hear, I haven't looked too much into it, but the expansion is based on the anime. So, oh wow, no. okay. Oh, look cool. at them riding go. that riding that wave. Cool. All right, that's so I'm, I'm fine with it. Considering we Polish. we introduced a couple of characters that are you know. I, one I thing knew I liked the game for a reason. One thing about Cyberpunk is it it has an interesting uh, world. I already said that, but specifically in regards to the characters, it's so full of life. All the people that you interact with in this world are memorable in some way shape or form and that came out in full effect in this i got to see the first two episodes and just glancing at it you're all like yep animation studio trigger our main character looks a little bit like kamina except this time mm -hmm. his name is david <laughs> that is such a basic ass name oh his name is basic as shit but i think i kind of appreciated it i don't know it made it like his name isn't important, but what is happening here is, you know, you're going to remember me. Um, right. You're going to remember this this blue hair trigger protag. Right. Without spoiling it too much, it throws you right into the shit. Um, it, it lets you know that this ain't no regular fucking anime you're watching, you know. This is. You said it's gory, this right? This is cyberpunk for first. Kids at all. <laughs> oh, it's not for kids at all. It's gory. It's sexual. It's nanny. It's all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it's cyberpunk first and hey, man, it, and I'm about to anime say, if you second. Cyberpunk, then very much so. Cyberpunk first, anime second, and that that aids to it. Also, the theme song is. Um, very <laughs> you're gonna know it it's uh this fire by franz ferdinand no way i swear to god i was in that theater singing along and shit oh, but that's it's a tight. it's it's kind of a weird mix so it doesn't really go into the uh the full course but it's it's almost mixed specifically for the show it is cool um Dope. Yeah, I without spoiling too much of what happened, you gonna want to watch this. I know I left with the fucking biggest. I, I don't even want to say that. That makes me feel uncomfortable. There was, I left feeling unfulfilled, and not in a bad way. I wanted to sit there and watch more. I was willing to mm -hmm. sit there for another hour and a half, 
right there. I believe it's coming to Netflix this week. Oh, it's coming you soon. Live viewers super, right now. Super, it is coming super. soon, so oh. you too will be able to watch also, Cyberpunk I'm, Edge I'm Runners. a little biased, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little biased, bro. Studio Trigger. Studio Trigger. Animation like, Studio Trigger. You can feed me anything. I haven't been mad at anything you guys have given me so far. I trust you. Honestly. Do the damn they thing. They be goaded. Yes. Yep. Um, let me see. I don't even think. And then, you know, shout out to CD Projekt Red, of course. Yes. You, shout out to them. Specifically because Polish are, we like the Polish. Oh, so man. It's like great. some of those people from that premiere were at that party. That's right. Uh, right. Um, all things are connected. And all things are connected. But I don't I think I had any um, appointments on Sunday. I think the only thing I really played, I went and played uh, Shovel Knight Dig. Mm. Game's dope. Yeah. It feels like Shovel Knight. Did, it, like, did anybody have appointments on Sunday like that? I, I had two. Um, I, had two yeah, I think early on you guys did. Well, I had uh, I had Isbird and... Um, Same. I had Isbird too. And um, the last Arikuru. Oh, oh okay. That's yeah, right. yeah, that yeah. was that day. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so then real quick, yeah, Shovel Knight Dig, um, another game set in the Shovel Knight universe. Um, kind of like, the best way I can describe it without seeing it, it's kind of like Think Dig Dug, where you just kind of dig dig down to the ground, over to the side, all this, avoiding um, enemies, avoiding stuff that can fall on you, but they take it to the next level, because like, they have giant like cubes that are drills that will like go to the side sometimes you have to hit something to make it explode to to go deeper into the earth and then when you get down to the bottom you end up getting to a boss fight pierce the heavens no this is a shovel sir and they're going downwards not upwards right pierce hell pierce hell right (laughs) (laughs) but yes yacht club games still doing the damn thing um did you ever get a chance to play miwa cam no i didn't i didn't that's as the one game I do regret not getting a chance to play. Yeah, no, I, oh. I, I run out of time. I feel that. All right, and then, yeah, go ahead on your guys' apartments with Yeezbard and all that. And I think also we played, just on the side, um, Cricket, uh, Jay's oh, yeah. um, Adventure. Oh, yeah, how could I forget about that? Cricket was dope. Another Earthbound-like um, little indie RPG game. Shout out Jimmy Zhang. And drawn. Awesome, awesome conversations with the director for that hand-drawn good music good feels good feels that's exactly what i was gonna say it's like you're going on an adventure with your friends right um justin played uh demo and i'll let you go into that for a second because you can talk about that for a minute okay um oh okay the other thing i had played was uh this game melatonin that comes out next year and it's pretty much a vibey rhythm heaven. That's oh, the was that the one? I can describe it. Was that the one I was at with you? Yeah, yeah. Or it's like uh, the main character is dreaming, and in the dream, like for the mini game that I had played, it was like you're swiping your car to buy stuff. So like to the beat, you'll just see like dun 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 dun, dun and it's like different items. And then like when you swipe the card, you'll see the like shopping bag pop up with it if you hit it at the right time. Interesting. So yeah, yeah. Yes, so sir. you're just going along. So you hear the beat. You follow the beat and push the button with it. So if you've ever played Rhythm Heaven, that's basically what it is. But it's just a nice, chill vibe to it. Yo, shout out to the developer, though. Because, like, I think he was standing over and us watching Darren and I play. 
And when we finished, he was like, yo, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> and we were like, Because I think at a certain point, this. I just, I like had my hand like this with the controller. And I'm just, yep. just, just going along with it. I was like, oh, Rhythm Heaven, got it. Yep, <laughs> we do this. Yeah. So that, w- that was dope. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Justin played a demo. Shout out Alex VR, Jasmine VR, all of y'all over there. Yes. Hey, uh-uh. Yes. Uh, demo was, was fantastic. So essentially... Uh, Demo started off as a VR-only game uh, and has recently come to uh, Steam. Um, And it's essentially uh, a Dungeons & Dragons game. Uh, You can play as, I think they said it was six characters. Um, Each character has their own set of unique skills and abilities. Um, They can be used by purchasing these kind of cards that you get um and then uh once you have those cards you can actually equip them and use them in game um and depending on and you have to roll the dice so you have to roll a dice that has uh one sword two swords or a skull and so if you miss if you hit the skull it's a miss but the thing is if you miss you will randomly attack uh, a square that's next to you. So if one of your character or one of another players is next to you or one of your allies, oh, you will actually hit them. Like you can actually cause a lot of damage. You got a bad uh, roll, bro. Yep. And uh, one sword obviously is just your normal attack, and two is your crit. Um. Uh, the interesting thing about the game, though, uh, is that it's very, very much co-op based. Like you have to talk to your party. Like it, it's it's something you'll want to do. That's going to make the game so much easier. Collaboration. Um, oh, oh collaboration. Uh, yeah. So I, when I had sat down, I had no idea how to play the game. I had no idea about any of the mechanics, and I was able to sit down and play with three other people who were uh, already in games. So I was able to jump straight into their game from wherever they were at, um, and essentially they just walked me through how to play the game um and you know you know we we dnd do so you know we 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 do this uh so they didn't actually have to go too too deep into the game they just had to kind of give me like you know this is how you attack this is how you move this is where we're trying to go um and we wound up clearing the level like it was me and three random dudes like you said shout out to alex vr um and we just killed the level. And so me and Alex wound up becoming really close because he was like, bro, I didn't even have to tell you nothing. Like you just like, did, you just like did this shit. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is what we do. You know, we love D and D. This is, this is how we live. And he was like, dude, I'm trying to tell you. And I'm like, I'm trying to tell you. And then, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, and I, and you know, I really love the game a lot because right after I finished, I hit up uh Neo Reaper, said you know the fine wine and told him i was like yo i got a game (laughs) (laughs) i got a new game for us we need to play and uh shout out to alex who also said that uh me and seth and then him and his boy can hop on a campaign and stream it and do all that stuff so shout out to him yes sir good good um outside of my appointments i also stumbled on another game uh that i want to talk about before i jump into the shit that I had appointments for. So uh, me and Justin actually, uh, uh, well, I played and Justin watched a game called Infinite Guitars. Oh. Um, which is just this 
crazy. Again, it looks hand-drawn, very much looks like an anime um, game, which combines action, RPG elements um, with rhythm game elements also. And so when you're in the overworld, it's very much action-based, um, real-time attacks, everything like that, exploration. Um, when you're unlocking doors, um, it unlocks a or it starts a rhythm game and you're using the, the rhythm game mechanic um, to unlock the door, right? So you get through the rhythm sequence by pushing um, a series of buttons to the music and whatever, and then you're able to unlock a door. Um, but then also when you get into the bigger battles, um, it's turn-based combat. And so it's like fusing these three things. And that, that was the draw. So this guy, uh, at the beginning of the game, it asks you, do you like rhythm games? How good would you say that you are at rhythm games? And then based on your what you say, it sets your difficulty level for the rhythm game portion at easy, normal, hard. Then it says, do you like action games? Are you good? Um, do, and then it sets your level for that. Do you like turn-based games? Yes, somewhat, very much so, whatever. Uh, are you good at them? You give an answer. And then that sets your level um, for each of those three. And you can go back in and adjust it. Um, but yeah, and the cat main character is black. Which, hey. uh, oh, hey. so he's at least brown skinned. I don't know if he's black, black. But <laughs> Oh, I thought it was a woman. Is that a woman? Oh, yeah. I thought yeah, it was yeah, a I woman. I think it is a woman. I think you're right. Because yeah. if not, then I might be in trouble. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, yo, she bad. <laughs> this man. The, the dev team is Nico Nico, but it's published by Humble Games. Um, mm. Oh, so nice. The, the description on Steam says, fight mechs with a metal crushing, Damn, uh, with metal crushing rock and infinite <laughs> guitars. A genre melting rhythm RPG featuring vibrant anime-inspired art and a blazing original soundtrack. Battle against war machines with electrifying guitar solos and save the planet. Really cool. Yeah, Enough. the Cam actually had me listen to the uh, the soundtrack. He like gave me the headphones. Like the the soundtrack was fire. Like the soundtrack was going in. Fire. What was this called again? Infinite guitars. Okay. Another game. <laughs> Darren's <for me>. like <laughs> noted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like me rhythm games. Cam sure. doesn't see gender. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my two appointments for the day uh, were with Easybird, like Justin, um, and then with Limited Run. Um, so the game that I checked out at Easybird was a game called uh, No Place for Bravery, um, which is kind of like a, a top-down uh, 2D RPG game. Um, and it's about this, this father who is a retired warrior. Um, who's essentially trying to go and find clues about the disappearance of his daughter and rescue her. Um, but you're traveling with his son. Um, so in that sense, the kind of relationship between the father and the son reminded me of God of War. Um, mm -hmm. the, oh boy. the combat is very um, strategic in that um, things are attacking you from all different directions. You have to block, you have to parry, you have to be able to roll out of the way. Um, but the interesting thing is that the the because the the fighter or the warrior is retired, um, you are essentially going through the game and stopping at these um, these safe points or the equivalent of like what what are those things that you have in like Souls games where you stop at something and it 
uh, like a bonfire, exactly, like a lantern, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, the equivalent of that, but he is recovering his memories, and essentially, you're trying to—he's trying to recover the memories of when he was a powerful warrior, so that he can become stronger to save his daughter. Gorgeous-looking game. I mean, like 2D um, kind of pixel art. Gorgeous, gorgeous-looking game. Um, from what I've heard, and I, I I got a little taste of it, but from what I heard from talking um, to one of the guys over there at Easebird is that it's a very emotional game. Um, so get ready to cry. No place for bravery. Bit, bit. Um, and then... Steam Switch. Yes, yes. Steam and Switch. And then I interviewed Limited Run, and uh, that interview will be out shortly, so I'm not going to say any more about that interview. Um, but Who was, was the interview with? She was a girl. She was a girl. I don't remember, and I'm so sorry. We met so many people. I believe her name started with a C. Elena Allen. Elena. Elena. There we go. Thank you. That is definitely not a C. That is an E. Uh, but yes. That is definitely not. And we talked about everything from the acquisition <laughs> um, to digital versus physical <laughs> games to the future of Limited Run, the past of Limited Run. So make sure you check out that interview. Justin's doofy. <laughs> Justin's fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, go go watch that interview when we post it. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. All right, yes, Justin, yes. you you at Eastbird, you played an interesting game too. Uh, man. All right, so let me tell you guys about Demon School. Um, so this was actually the the game I was looking forward to most, uh, out of all of PAX, and I actually wound up missing it on our initial emails that we um we we received and darren was like yo justin did you sign up for demon school i was like no why would i and he was like did you watch the trailer i was like did you look at what it I was, was like no and upon looking at it um i got really hyped about it so it is it so interestingly enough when i brought up the persona 5 uh similarities that people have stated about it uh they actually denied any per, any Persona Five uh, relative content. Yeah, he's like, like what, what do you say? It's it's just a coincidence or something. Yeah, he said it's just a coincidence. Yeah, Newsbird mm. has that um, on their website though. Oh, they do they? Do? Yeah, uh, understand That's interesting. that. Newsbird is just the publisher for those games. They aren't the developers. The developer of right. that game was um, was it fucking um, Necrosoft. Yeah, Necrosoft. Necrosoft, right. yes. Uh, shout out to Brandon. He's a he's an Oaklander himself. Necrosoft is out here. Necrosoft is. Oh, here. that's right. He did tell us that he was based yeah. in Oakland. That's yeah. right. He's a local. That was. Oh, didn't he live in? F- he, li- he don't dox the man. <laughs> right. <laughs> but just know he's he's a local. Yeah, that's right. He did tell us that. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Um. But basically, it's essentially. Uh, well, I think he said it was like thirteen characters. Yeah, I no, think, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he said there's like thirteen characters. They're not all uh out yet, of course. Um so I init- I played with four uh characters that would, that would essentially be uh two tanks or your two attackers, uh one d- 
like mage slash debuffer and your healer and your medic um and the they don't actually give you a tutorial so you they what they give you is like a, a pamphlet that can kind of give you hints on how to play the game overall but there is no actual tutorial so they kind of throw you in the game and so the demo had two sections you can either go with the story mode you can go with the boss mode i being the one that wanted hands went with the boss mode <laughs> uh, <laughs> one so, hour later that that boss was gnarly bro <laughs> yeah and so i wound up dying a lot because i didn't know specifically how to work the mechanics of the game but uh with a few hints from, um, I'm, I'm assuming he's one of the ve- one of the developers of the game. Yeah. Uh, he was able to kind of give me some hints on how to play the game, um, and you know, with a little a little dying, I died a few times. I will say that a little, a little bit of a little bit of dying. Shout out Brandon Sheffield um, for helping my friend. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I wanted beating the boss. Yeah, he did. Um, it was. It was... And it was dope because I didn't, and so I wound up realizing I was playing handicapped the whole time because I wasn't using any of their specials. Uh, it'd be like that. Yeah. And still, I feel like you, you didn't use the special until the very last hit that killed the boss. <laughs> I'm he like, used one he's earlier. like, you know, he's like, you know, I don't you know if been he, using it. I don't know if he meant to do it, but he used one earlier. Did. Yeah, I, I didn't. The match so I didn't know when he had wasted all the other lives. Oh, yeah, so, so I, I didn't know life. that the the way you can tell that the super is active They're glowing is right? there's the glowing. Yeah, they glow. So I didn't know that, and so I had hit the button and not known that it actually went off. But um, now the game so far is fantastic, from what I can tell. The 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 tactical um, abilities you have. Uh, the way the characters look, bro. The the movement in the game is fantastic. Uh, one of the things that I really enjoyed was uh, there are so a lot looking of t- at it before you. What kind of game is it? RTS. Uh, it's a tactical RPG. RT- okay, uh, yeah. Because you're saying the movement, I'm looking. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> what yeah. What do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a tactical RPG, and it's dope because uh, ostensibly, when you move a character in a tactics game. Um, you know, they move to a certain spot and then the attack activates. In this game, the movement and the attack are one and the same. So if you go and hit a monster and then there's a monster to its left, say like two boxes over, when you hit the first monster, you'll see the character then make the dash to the second monster. And after the dash, it actually ends in a punch. So... It's essentially like, like this. This the movement and the attack are one and the same motion. And he said he did that on purpose, right? Yeah, he did that on purpose because he was trying yeah. to simplify. You know, he doesn't want people to have to worry about. Okay, now that I've moved, what attack should I do? Like he wanted it to be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna move and then attack, and the character just does whatever attack it does. But also, yeah. I just like to to bring a little speed to the the world mm-hmm. of the uh, fucking tactical RPG, right? Mm-hmm. Where this mm-hmm. this game like it it does move very fast and your focus isn't so much on sitting there and selecting which attack you're gonna do it's 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 placement and it's yeah. almost like a puzzle because you have to look at this board mm-hmm. you have things that you need to accomplish and things that you need to get away from and you can even the better you get you can start playing stuff to your advantage and using elements of 
other like the boss had this move when Jester was fighting where he had to clear himself yeah. away from a solid grid. It was like a four by six, four by like eight four, grid. Yeah, right? four by four. Yeah. And this the skeleton would punch off to the side if you're there during that turn and it would just fucking wipe you. Oh, by the way, the the characters that that they initially um, had you using only had about four or five HP. Yeah, although you so, had one character who was constantly resisting every attack. Oh, yeah, that you was the one, tank. That motherfucker, the, the, every attack was like, nope, bro. can't touch me. But, uh, <laughs> but Justin yeah, was, was it was to the point where Justin, because not, your attacks, even if they don't, kill the minor enemies they will push the minor enemies mm-hmm. so he pushed the minor enemy in the way of the um the boss's fist and i'm like this is this is genius you can do right? so it- much like you can you can have characters double team like justin i don't think justin was paying attention you actually did that in the beginning oh Your i did first match you had characters double team um, oh, shit. Well, they can buff characters. Buff <laughs> char- you can have characters buff each other, yeah. heal yeah. each other. But the coolest, the coolest thing is is what Deontay said, uh, and I didn't even know that it was possible. But if you, if one of your characters hits the enemy into another one of your characters, you'll essentially do a combo attack. Yep. Oh, oh that's dope. sick! I didn't Super see cool. that. Y- yeah, it's dope. Like, I, I I can't tell you how, like, intricate this, this stri- and strategic this game like uh, seems like it's going to be. I was not interested in this game, and it's nothing against the game. It's just not my genre, right? Right. The more I watched you play, I was like, this would be the game that does get me into the genre. This right here would yeah. be... I'm gonna be looking at grids all day, trying to figure out how I can do some smart shit. No, what's the best? What's the best? What's the option? best way? Uh, and <laughs> didn't he say you could also, so you could plan out your entire move and then rewind all the way to the beginning? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can rescind. You can rescind all of those fucking things. You. Yep. Just as long as you don't hit play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the funny thing is, after he he told me about all the characters, um, that were in the game. I was like, is there a ninja character? He was like, no. <laughs> I was like, is there a samurai character? He was like, I mean, there's a Yakuza with a sword. And, and then he was like, she. And I was like, and it's a woman? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, yes, that's all I needed. I'm good. <laughs> and he was like, what? I was like, yep, that's all I need. I'm good. Dear Lord. Yeah. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Which I, we, I, I didn't mention um, earlier, but during... Uh, Matto anomalies. Justin also got called out by, <laughs> I, I don't know if it was the dev or somebody as part of the marketing team, but Justin got called out for being a horny boy, because uh, <laughs> apparently he was the only person that, and this is in the words of the guy, the only person that openly in the middle of this exhibit hall decided to try and mac on the NPC female character. For the record, I'm like, oh. If you know, you notice how I'm not surprised. This is on on fucking brand for Justin. And so the next time he did it, the guy said to me, "Notice how I didn't flinch because now I know what he's like." <laughs> That's wait, amazing. Wait, did, I think I actually asked because uh, I think another female character had popped up on screen, and I was like, "Yo, can I mac on her too?" And he yep. was, <laughs> he was like, "No, you can't." 
<laughs> I know I guarantee if I was there, uh, I would be standing next to him like, this is what we have to deal with. This is the shit. Yes. He's a heathen. Yep. <laughs> hey, man, right. it, it is what it is. Yes, yes. And and did then, anybody see anything else that day? I was about to say, I was uh, like, oh, we the got last, a, we the got last a recruit. list of shit a that last we didn't recruit. have. Uh, we don't have um, appointments, appointments for. for. Oh, River City Girls as well. off at the end. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you had that, that, yeah, like R- that River City Girls was real. Yo, River City Girls was really good. I feel like Deontay is the most qualified to talk about. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I pretty much hijacked the the interview toward the end. Uh, just because it was, we were geeking out, right? So, um, River City Girls uh, developer, way forward. Love you guys. Right. River City Girls 2, I should say, since we already got River City Girls. Uh, this game is big. This game is big. This ain't your normal side-scrolling beat-em-up. They did everything I wanted them to do with this game and more. Um, anything that you could remotely have, any, or you could say that uh, the first game didn't meet your expectations with, it's like they listened. This has four-player co-op. Um six characters to use the combos and the moves though are so extensive like we're used to being able to mix shit up in uh in a different side scrolling beat-em-ups or being able to add skills but the way the skills are used in here and the fact like the individual motions and styles that the characters have for their movements it's super cool uh, who are you using? That one uh, breakdancing girl? Oh, what was her name? Was nah, that, that was the, what you that call it? That was the one random dude. That, that was, was the random dude who was using, using her? Yeah. yeah. I think oh, her name was like could... Sophie? No. No, that wasn't Sophie? No, no, it was like Perna. You, you could chain the, the dance moves together, and what he said is that they would make an entire dance routine. Yeah. So like... But each Which, each variant what? is different. Yes, dude. That's dope. Like, because you know, e- you can the combos aren't linear necessarily. Right. So you can oh do, yeah, you can you, you can, can mix them up in different ways. And everything. Different She'll moves, do yeah. different That's moves, cool. and it'll be co- a coherent dance. It's it's super cool. Um, it was basically brought to us by um, fucking Bannon, <laughs> uh, Bannon Rudis. That's his name. I, I couldn't remember his last name because my autocorrect changed Rudis to Rufus. But <laughs> uh, Bannon Rudis, he's the person who created uh, River City Ransom Underground. So some good fan work once again coming to be an official thing. Prominent. And that damn it, thing. It, it goes to show you when you put someone who's a genuine fan of something behind the helm. They're going to show it the love it deserves. Right. Like, um, he was talking about in his childhood. Like, these guys were kind of lost in the game. That, and uh, this is before I started playing, where um, Ben and I were just talking. And he mentioned growing up, being a kid, drawing River City Ransom comics and shit. You know? That's the inspiration's like, dog. The inspiration's been there. And I was like, I... Dr- Double Dragon is what got me into side scrolling beat 'em ups, and these are both reskin Kunio Kun games. So we we had a moment where we just geeked out on another level. It was super cool. But this game is huge. We played for a good minute, 
and that was just the intro that was literally just the intro to take us into this world where we can apparently go wherever we want it's not a linear experience like how the last one was right and apparently he said it's four times bigger than the first game Mm -hmm. so i'm fucking excited I'm Talk about some excited. of the characters that showed up that you recognized. Oh, they just have little little um, cameos by everybody. Like, characters who were alive. In, and that's what I love so much about this project. It's not just Kunio Kun characters, but also River City Ransom characters. Double Dragon characters. They're treating them like this big universe. So when you go into the shop to get your new moves, it's fucking... Uh, Jimmy Lee standing behind the counter looking really intense uh, <laughs> who's selling you your moves and you know we, we saw shit like that in the first game but it it feels like even more love is pumped into this last thing I want to mention about this amazing game this boss fight bro <laughs> This oh, yeah. boss fight. Oh, yeah, that's true. How could I forget about the boss fight? I'm forgetting what his oh, name is. Oh, you guys told me about this. But yeah. Basically, he's just a pompous rich dude who's got bodyguards. He's a celebrity or some sort. And which, which, before you jump into it, Deontay, so the whole the music leading up to the boss fight is all tailored towards the boss that you're about to fight. Yes, leading up to the boss fight, the music is not just tailored to it's sung from the perspective of the boss yep so yeah and your vocal tracks in there are are pretty damn good but uh the the boss name the title screen for the boss like the intro screen (laughs) for the boss was the coolest slash funniest shit i had seen in a minute because it had his name all blinged out and shit while he's just looking and posing <laughs> and shit you know in the scott pilgrim versus screen shit it looked like that but his name was blinged out and it looked hella extra like this is great and it, it fit his character too right because while you're beating on him and stuff uh he are, he told us from the back he's like when you see him ball up and cry run because his bodyguards are going to come help him yeah, he just calls his bodyguards. He's he just, like he crying. He balls up into a corner and cries, and his bodyguards rush out, and it's unblockable. It just smacks you all across the screen and <laughs> That's shit. funny. But, oh, no. When you get him down that to space. that last uh, bar, yeah. he starts freaking the fuck out. He goes nuts. He <laughs> pulls out his fucking... He pulls out that blicky, and then... <laughs> Jumps in the center of the screen and just starts spraying his, everywhere his with tears coming down his face. Like he has the crying. So biggest cry face <laughs> while he's <laughs> trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, I was yes, laughing, Darren. Uh, Darren, just that. like that. I was laughing exactly so like that. hard that it was it was That's hard funny. to focus. Um, but unfortunately, when we were playing, there was a little bit of lag. It wasn't any, it wasn't any fault of the game or the system. No, it was their connection. So they had to have it their uh, Steam Deck Steam run Deck. through like a splitter and then some other shit and then some other shit. So there was a delay on that TV. But if they would have switched it to the other TV, which was only putting out at like 1080, not 1080, but uh, 720, would have been fine. Mm-hmm. So they had that weird issue of like 
we can make it look really good with a delay or we can make it look subpar and have people, you know, play accurately. So we dealt with the delay. But even with the delay, I styled on that fucking last boss. Christ. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Good, good. All right, y'all. Well, we have been recording for damn near three hours. So as much as there's there's definitely more we could say, I think we are going to cut to tears. Cut to tears. <laughs> Before we do, let's give a quick, uh, I got a, just a handful of people I want to give quick shout outs to. First and foremost, uh, shout out to Olex, bro. You're hella cool. Olex, we're going to come play Myth Force. Uh, Yes. I'm definitely My playing boy tribes with tribes. And ranting and ravings about this. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I mean, four of us, four player game. He made a lot of sense. I watched some gameplay yes. from Trobs already. It looks fun. We are dungeon crawl, so I'm with it. Um jo- jo- We got to check out Salt and Sacrifice. Uh Salt and Sacrifice Salt and is sacrifice already out. Dope. But we got to see a special packs <laughs> fucking four player versus build. I want them to release this game. I don't know if you're listening to me. We made, you know, we, we were shooting the shit. James Silva, Shane Lynch. I fucks with both of you guys. Uh, Ska Studios um, and Devoured Studios, which was born out of Ska Studios. That's both uh, James and Shane. Shout out to both of you. Uh, I got to play Gunbrella over at the... Uh, oh, Gunbrella is cool as fuck, bro. Yeah. I've, I played that day five as well. Bro... Shout out to Doinksoft. I gave, I talked to them. It's a four-person team. I told them we'd love to have them on the podcast, and I certainly do mean it. Last, yes. but certainly not least, Latch. That's my guy, uh, Simon Lachance. I think that's how you pronounce Lachance. Uh, just shapes and beats. Oh yeah, just shapes and beats. Is fucking cool. You have. Oh, I didn't even play this shit. I just needed to watch it. That was great. To something, my friend. I am. The game's been out be for for four years. Four years, and that's four and years that I have not that been shit. playing that. I am sad. Um, shout out to Latch. You're super great. Uh, love you. Love everybody we met at the party. Uh, I, there's one more person I feel like I should be shouting out. But all the Poland are great. All the Poland, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. I, which Steve? Stack up Steve. So Stack many, up Steve. So many Steves. <laughs> Which I, would, met I a was, lot of people. I was going to shout specifically, and I'm holding the assets here. So uh, the, the Polish Institute of National Remembrance, they were the first oh, dev team yeah. that we made. Yes. I got the chance on day five to play through all of Cypher's game. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, which is a, a puzzle game um, that has been built um, as a way to teach um, students in school about um, some Polish history and it's a, a puzzle game for the most part um, kind of with like point and click elements it um, from my understanding it's a VR game but you can play it without VR as well and so I sat and I played through the whole thing from start to finish um, educational experience for sure a lot of teaching involved um, some clever um, puzzles in the game um, but for for playing through it they gave me a goodie bag and I got a, a thousand piece puzzle and um, an nice. art book and some other stuff. So thank you to you guys. You were the first people that we talked to also. And yes. so thanks for your hospitality. And you're doing important work out there. So yeah. And the last quick shout out to StackUp. Um, yep, StackUp.org. Yeah, StackUp.org. You're doing great work out there uh, in regards Steve to Steve McCuga, my guy. Appreciate you. Thank you for your kind words throughout the night. 
thank you just for just for a good conversation can you quickly talk about what they do Deontay like quickly so that people know um it's basically promoting and supporting the mental health and health uh specifically of vet or focusing on veterans but overall mental health in regards to what we do they've been doing a lot of good work uh helping Via video games right by giving them mm-hmm. video games and having them play video games i love that connection dude uh it's something that we look at video games as a form of entertainment mostly but in a way it can be a way to help you know um mm-hmm but uh get but your mind off of things before Distracts. we before we get too deep yeah we just want to say shout out to you guys we absolutely love what you're doing um yeah it's it's a beautiful thing and i think more people should uh be involved you know i feel like if they knew they would be so that's what we're doing right. spreading that word stackup.org yes uh, and then for me, uh, shout out to uh, Varsov Studios, the um, creators of Giants Uprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, that was from the Polish party. I remember yes, that it was. one. Yeah. Yes, it yes. was. Uh, so oh, shout out to him and the work that he's doing. A um, bunch of games we got to play. Yeah. So I'm really excited right. uh, to, to check out Giant Uprising. So shout out to him and his studio. That and what was it? Cyphers, um, was a Cyphers game? Yeah, that's the one I just said I played through. God, Lord, I, I, there were so many games. The developer of Loud had to talk to him for a while. Uh, What was that cat game you kept trying to? I'm so mad I didn't find the person who created the (laughs) mad cat something, whatever that was. (laughs) I wanted to find them, right? Okay, I do want to say that there's one moment in the rogue party we can mention my guy we're sitting here having a great time and the door starts to fucking glow oh my god who is it who I walks mean, in Darren? oh okay i see who is saying. it who walks mentioned, in? we mentioned him now let me tell you how hard i clammed up with my ass you're the only one in that bitch, bro. Yeah, Hi, I Mr. am the Shuhei only Yoshida. one. Not me. Hello, sir. Not Thank me. You for what you know you've why? done for the industry I didn't know and what appreciate the fuck your I work. I was gonna say. Justin was Hi. so happy when Darren at a loss for I'm, words for the Justin first like time. Oh, all, all week. Hey, I went up and shook that man's hand. Yes, yep, yes, you did. I didn't want to do it because I was standing right next to fucking Darren. I didn't want to act like we had formed a line to shake this man's hand. I, I was like, he came to vibe. That's why you don't, and you do it passively at your own time, my friend. Yeah, I just never went I back. had to express that. Shout out, Jareb James. Shout out, spat some game at you guys about just fucking doing it. I just never went back, bro. I just sat there. I just, I, I didn't. And then I, I think that's, that's my biggest regret of the night. Before we end, just to quickly wrap up, game of the show. One game of the show for everybody. Demon Cookie School. Cutter. What was yours, Darren? Cookie cutter. And yours, Justin? Demon School. Ooh, ooh, I gotta think. I gotta think. I'm gonna go with Wavetail for mine. Probably River City Girls, too. Deadass River there City Girls, go. too. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That bet. Well, thank you, everybody, who has been here for this live episode. And it's been a lot, lot to talk about. <laughs> 
a lot to talk about and this is not even everything that it's happened not, so we'll probably it's dive not. more into it <laughs> later on another episode or whatever but thank you everybody who's here thank you everybody new who's here appreciate every new fucking person that we met over this weekend or formed new connections with because you guys are dope like i said at the beginning of the show you guys honestly felt made us feel like fucking rock stars at certain points and i party like it one just it was it was just nice like it was it was a great time <laughs> and this weekend it was fantastic. far better than i w- could have ever anticipated thank you all yeah that's time so, bro best time of my life so far how many of y'all are we gonna see in boston Right now, that's the that's going to be the next question until PAX East. That's right. Like I feel like we didn't we ask that question mid PAX. We're like, what are you guys feeling about uh, PAX East? We're like, I oh, don't know. By the end of this PAX, we're like, yeah, we're going to East. Right. <laughs> but but anyway, everybody, thank you once again. Remember, you can follow us anywhere at Rusty Rupees or Rusty Rupees with Two Eyes on Twitter because Twitter's some hoes. Hoes. Can. We, as you are here with us now, we stream over at twitch.tv slash rupees where we stream things and games and stuff. Remember, there's four of us. We all do different things. So check us all out on these different days. See what you like. Let us know. We appreciate it. Normally, this day is reserved for Tekken. Yes, but we had things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow Teams. me anywhere at xxshadowokami. xx, Justin. Roninja23. Deontay. 13 cross. Spell it out. Don't be lazy. And Cameron. By Richie, i.e. no why, hashtag indie watch. Yes, sir. We appreciate you guys. And until next time, stay rusty. Okay, bye. bye. Okay, bye. Rusty, bye. 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 bye.